Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. It's a beautiful afternoon here at the Mayfair Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. I want to welcome my listener to the greatest show on earth. That's right, it's the Hard Luck Show. On my right, my partner is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, here to fuck shit up again. I got a little something different for you from my Indian brethren. So, where's it at? Listen to Oh yeah, I like Indian that. This is shit right here, bro. Braiding up on my paint drive. Yeah, you, bro. This is your jam from now on. Dresses, savages. Hey man, I just think we found a new theme song. Yeah. For my red brother. I That's so your too. shit, bro. Can right. you send me a copy of that to later? Oh, yeah. Then? Normally we do something like this, rather a little tra- traditional. But this time we're trying something a little bit like this. It's fucking reservation rap. Is it? Yeah, this is reservation rap. This is real fucking American Indian shit. Kill white people in their sleeping shit. Damn. Yeah, I think my mama made a magic. I think she put a little bit of spinach in my bannock wild beast. Every single season, we're about to wake up in my natives are the reason. Yeah, damn. See, man, they're going buck ham on the fucking Indian shit, huh? Natives is blowing up right now. What? Come on, gorilla. Yeah. Anyway. Man, I really like that other one. What was the other one? Who that was one that? is called Savages. That's uh, Snotty Red, Snotty Nose Res Kid, and Dresses. Man, that's that you shit like was this, heat. You like this one right here? Yeah, that's fire. Right here. Look at them. This is like the yeah, Apache. Your paint to the sunrise, getting braided up is my pain. Getting braided up. Red sky, my lady singing that war cry. Man, that shit. Fire. All right. I want you guys to DM us. Let us know if that's Chumahan's new theme song. All right, hear me up. Is that my new theme song? New theme song. I might just, I'm, dude. I've been working out to that. And let me tell you. Hey, listen, so. I'm about to do some push-ups just listening <laughs> to that thing, bro. Now, speaking of. Uh, war songs. My fifteen percent, my thirteen percent, starting to pop. Oh, dude! <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. You about ready to get hundred percent of your shit to pop? Yep. Right now, I'm gonna play the theme song of another type of. Uh, you've heard of Arapahoes, right? Yeah. Arapahoe Indians. Uh huh. Well, there's another kind of Ho Indians. Mm. You know what I mean? And this is this is the theme song for them. Let me hear. It. Oh yeah. yeah. A rapper yeah. 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 That's that West Coast player shit. Navajos. Okay. I would like to introduce some people that hit me up on DM. 
the fabulous. Now, this, this, this is a lovely lady's been talking to you for a moment. Right? Oh, they have been. They've been telling me all kind of crazy bedtime stories. Okay. So let me introduce Romina. Romina, say hello. So if you go on to her Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Queens Got Skills. If you go Queens on, Got Skills. If you go on to that, you'll see Rowena doing meditation and other things. Scantily clad, I'll say. Yeah. Go That's ahead. when what? I was still stripping and I was like 20 pounds lighter. So mm. I don't do that shit anymore, obviously. You 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 don't do that anymore. Oh, oh, man. Come on. What? What? Okay. what now I'm do? just a teacher. Now I'm just a motivator. No and stripping? What do you teach? No stripping? No, I can't anymore. I'm too old now. Okay. You know, now what I do is I motivate. Every now and then, a little if they, if the right the, if the right prize money's out there. No, listen, I'm a teacher now. Of course, you're a teacher. But let me Come. ask you a question. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> listen, look at her. She said she was. I know a lot of hot teachers that strip still. Dude, let me tell you something. I, I might have had. I'm I trying to change had... my ways. Okay, okay. I'm trying right, to change right, my right, ways. Right. I, I might. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's just calm down. Let's just get to the, the introductions. Can we just get through the damn yeah. introductions? All right. Yeah. Who's this other pretty? Young okay. Lady? So you got Romina. Right, Queens with Skills, go on there, scanty clad 20 years ago, okay, gained weight, empanadas, <laughs> got it. And who's with you over here on the, on the, on the side of you? I'm Ale. Ale? Yes. Ale. Ale, Ale? Ale, Ale. Ale. Right. Okay. Let me tell you something, Ale. <laughs> 99% of our listeners would fall in love with you right now. Ah, Absolutely. Sweet. 99%. And she's wearing a little white shirt yes. that has a dominatrix chick with thigh-high boots right. holding a stick and some guy that looks like a skinny El Chapo on the ground <laughs> and it says, beat a trick with a stick. That's right. Stick. Queens Damn. of the Underworld. What does that mean? What does that mean? Those are my shirts. So we're wearing Queens of the Underworld, which is my company. And that's... I. Make shirts for hoes. Anything like Queens of the Stone Age? No. Okay. So, wait a second. You I, look at her shirt. Read her shirt. Okay, what is your... She's pulling it down, although... what? It's hard to so read. May, Overall, I trap, may I trap in peace. <laughs> may I trap with ease. And may my bag be blessed. That's right. And you know where I got that? that from? Yeah. I, I got this from Noah Levine's fucking... Silent retreat. Silent retreat. And that's the mantra. Well, not this exactly. The mm-hmm. mantra that we're supposed to say over and over as we're walking step by step wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. Calm down if, for a second. Look it. Noah Levine, who is the guy that we had on here, yeah. the big meditation right. guru. That's my right? teacher. Guru, your teacher. <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, okay, hold on a second. All right. He gave you a mantra that said, may I trap no. in peace. His mantra was, mm-hmm. may I walk with ease, may I walk... With, in peace and mm-hmm. made my fucking some shit else and then my <laughs> mind was like that's perfect for a fucking shirt let me put a twist on it mm-hmm. yeah right? you hoified it I you, you, it. you, you urbanized yeah, yeah, it right yeah, and so yeah. this is the prayer that my hosts say right my yeah. hosts yeah. say when they no tienes to bless my bag Yes. Okay, so I have a spring. It's bless my bag. It's a mm. money spring. And they say this mantra, and it attracts money. Wait, 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 wait. So. I got a lot of shit going No, on. this is great. So you, you have. to spray that on my wallet so I can get blessed with some money on the wallet. I got too. ball spray. If you Do want. you? Wait. For tricks. Actually, now that for you brought. <laughs> no, no offense. Wait, 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 wait. Is that for real? Does that happen? 
Like, do you ever get a musky sack and you're like, look, I ain't going in there unless we, like, hit it with some Febreze or something. Well, what I made this spray... It's mm. called chocha. You know what a chocha yeah, is? Yeah, it's a pussy yeah. spray, right? right? Yeah. And it's got a little bit. <laughs> I got all kinds of sprays for holes. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a chocha spray. So, like, if you're stripping and you get musty. Right. Or if you got a yeast infection and you still have to hoe, you spray this shit on your Damn. On your sh- hey. hey. Damn. That's real talk. It's real shit. That's okay? real talk. You got, your babies are hungry. You got a yeast infection. You got to fucking make that money. You, you're gonna go wow. get it done. That's it. Wow. That's hustle. Chocha spray. So, chocha spray. So it's called chocha oh, spray. And one of my queens, her name. Hold is, on, hold on. Before you go there. Yeah. Okay. What is the best? <laughs> Are you guys ready? She just said chocha spray like, on the hard luck show. We're, 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 like, we're only five minutes in, <laughs> and, and we're deep. I got the chocha spray. We're at the Mayfair talking here. about some chocha spray. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. So, so Romina <laughs> wants a little chocha spray right under his nose. Are you kidding? Right on the top lip. At my house, I call that mouthwash. There you go. Let me ask you this, Romina. What is the best sense? Like to combat chocha smell, like what do you put in? What's the blend? Like you I obviously got it right here. you don't use seaweed smell or anything like that, right? Well, no? we put a seaweed smell. I'm just asking, going to the ocean for the smell for you. Don't want <laughs> look it. But what do you put I'm in a it? It says, says chocha spray on that thing. I'm, let me see that. I'm a motherfucking look at that, that, man. So I have. Let this. me see this. Okay. That's gangster right but what there. What goes in it? It says the ingredients. It's got a little apple cider vinegar. Oh my god, that's real! Can I squirt something on my hand right now? Put it on your huevitos, your ball sack. Oh my god! You gotta shake it. Steve Steve just breaks them on his hand. That is really like I can imagine that that's going to make anything smell. Super clean. Listen. Yeah. It's got that. He, Steve just sprayed it on his you hand. shake it up. His hand is starting oh, yeah, to develop bro. lips. I can't, I've never seen anything like this before. It's turning, right your hand's turning into a chocha. Smell that bird. Oh, man. That's crazy. No, it's antibacterial. Are you kidding? <laughs> wow. Do you have one, you have one for the other side? I can see a lot of guys might need one for the other side. Well, my prince, my queen princess puncher face, that's the girl drawn on here. Yeah, make sure you guys are Sorry. on front of that microphone, please. She sprays it on her client's balls if they don't want to wash. I got all what kinds of shit. I got calm. I love that. I got calm yourself before you Chocha pop off spray. on a bitch spray. I love that. This calm yourself before you pop off. That's my favorite. Up. That's my favorite too. Was that like a numbing? <laughs> it's like, like a calming. It smells so good. It smells so good. Chocha spray has rose oil in it. Does it? Yeah. Well, you I want your chocha it. to smell like fucking okay. flowers. I can, I can, so wait, wait. What's this one for? Th- this one is to calm you before you bust on your girl or you bust on a hoe. I don't know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's just bust on anybody. It's so that you. Slow so your roll a little bit. Exactly. Get ahead of yourself. All right. So, premature. Pro- so you don't. Sn- oh, you're so you don't premature. premature. Yeah. Oh, I see. No, 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 no. No, it's this not. Is so you don't get angry. Well, when you calm yourself before you pop off on a bitch. So, for, oh, for oh. Latinas like us that like to fight, right in the oh, past. Oh, I you get spray it. That okay. Shit, and you calm down. You all right. Some all right. Breath. Okay, I get it. I get it. I meant when you said pop off, I thought it was like. Pop you know off, what? release, Let me tell you something. pop off. Okay. This, this right. calm yourself spray, this calm yourself spray actually, uh, while that will calm me down, I'm going to tell you this church's spray is going to be the thing that really calms me down. 
Yes. It smells fantastic. Do you really like it? I actually do. I, I got, I'm being honest when he'll, I say he'll, he'll take the top off of that, pour it in his energy drink, and do like a pre workout. I'm making shot a salad. All I got to do is add a little oil, make a salad. Yeah. No, okay. Take it easy. But look, she's into some weird shit. Listen, we got plenty of time in this podcast to talk about that. I love this. So you got these sprays. You got calm yourself before you pop a bitch. Interesting. And you got uh, chocha spray. I got blessed. Those mine. sprays are really do. Those are nice. Yeah, those are actually really good. I really nice. appreciate that. Well, speaking of which, we have a sponsor called Manscaped. And uh, Manscaped has picked us the show up or whatever. And so I don't even know. I mean, we might get into trouble just even putting a competitor out there for that <laughs> ball spray. Because Manscaped's got its own ball deodorant. They also have shavers that don't cut the wrinkles on your balls, all that kind of stuff. Manscaped. Uh, and if you put in promo code, go to manscaped.com. If you put in promo code LUCKY, okay, LUCKY, you will get 20% off your purchases. So anybody out there that's looking to keep clean. Promo how, code LUCKY at manscaped.com. Like yeah. Now, actually, so let's talk about that since we're right here. Do Should you, we get some stats on these ladies? What do you mean? I just feel like we need some stats. Come okay, what well, about like about, what kind of stats? About, yeah, what, what are you talking about? Okay, Sorry. first off, tell us what, how did you? Where did you come from with this? You were a stripper, and now you work with girls, and you're meditating. Like because you're you're speaking right now, you ladies are about to speak on some things. Right. What gives you the credentials here to speak about all this stuff? Very good question. Yes. Um, so. It's such a long fucking story. So let's just say... Give us like the minute version. Okay. okay. I'm a group home kid. I'm a placement kid, foster kid, runaway, to, you know, squatting dope fiend. Okay. You had a tough upbringing. I had it was a, tough... a rough road. So there's some... Were you ever molested? Yeah. Okay. I was trafficked. I had pimps. I was trafficked? Mal- yeah. Okay. So wow. there's some things, like I said, wow. that I don't want to talk about because my son's 26. Sure, sure, sure. He's up in Men's Central right now. And there's uh-huh. some shit that he does not need to know until right. he's old, Got it. right? Wait, 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 wait. So I'm going to keep that. Gotcha. So you're going to let us know when we hit any of those areas, right? Oh, fuck yeah, I'll tell you. Right. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so does he does he know you grew up in a group home, your son? He knows all that stuff, yeah. So growing up you know just survival mode my whole life and then it was no wonder why i became a dope fiend so i was a single mom an immigrant right from argentina i'm argentinian armenian oh that's okay. the chimichurri that's the chimichurri brought, yeah so right. like i had mom kicked me out at 14 i had to just make it so um why did your mom kick you out at 14 because the fucking bitch i don't no. Why did she kick <laughs> Romina? Why did she, why would a grown woman kick a fourteen year old girl out into the streets? That's just not right. Well, because she kept my dad and my mom would just beat my ass. Right? They they had no coping skills, zero. And she was being abused by my dad, and I would just run away from home. I was like, fuck this noise, and I would go to Venice and fucking you know sleep on the beach or like squat in hollywood at 14 and just go into shelters and uh but did she actually say you you have to leave this house she'd be like bitch get the fuck out of my house or she would beat me so bad that i'd be like i'm out i would rather be anywhere why did she want you out because i was angry you know i was getting beat like they paid no attention to me at all whatsoever like it was and they weren't even on drugs that was just their mo like on the natch just on the natch right that's just how they were they they didn't have any tools 
They didn't have any, any, they're immigrants. They come to this country. She just cleans houses. My dad, I find out, is a fucking closet alcoholic. He was, you know, everybody was abused. And, and no, I had no home training at all whatsoever. So, not necessarily people that should have had a kid. Right. Right. So yeah. I understand that. me going from like country, I went, I was born in Argentina. Then I moved to England. I lived there for a while. And then for some reason, everybody wants to come to America. You know, mm-hmm. then we came here when I was 10. Started a hanging, lot of moving around. A lot of moving around. I had no stability, no, no structure at all. And then um, after running away for so many times i finally ended up in placement and i loved like i can program you know what i mean what do you mean by that because people not everyone knows what that means program time right yeah what can when you say you can program what does that mean that means i i needed structure so badly that i love knowing when it's dinner time because bitch we have food now right you know, there's, oh, we get to eat at six. Wow, that's amazing, right? You get a choice of, you know, when you're locked up, you do still get a choice, right? So at your house, so what you're saying is, is that at your house and on the streets, it was total chaos. Right. And it's, you didn't know if someone's going to be happy or pissed. Right. It was totally, I was just in hyper vigilant mode at all times. So when I finally got to placement and, and all those, well, foster homes sucked, but placement. Why did foster homes suck? I remember I was in one. And uh, the lady wouldn't let me out of the room, dude. And I had, what? yeah, Why? She, she, she was just, she was just getting the money, you know how they do. And she wouldn't. And I'm like, fuck this fucking place. I was in Pacoima, and I just ran out barefoot, you know. Our buddy Spiders from Pacoima. Yeah. Big shout out to Spider and Pacoima. Danny stays out in Pacoima too, Trejo. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you did? Yeah. All right. So you are there, and you are in foster home and so a lot of foster homes now did anybody try to take advantage of you in foster home I had a shrink come take me and like take me into his office after hours and, and suck on my toes what yeah nice. how, old, a, how old how was old he? he I was 14 he was like an oh, old motherfucker and no one said anything he took me to his check. he took me to oh, yeah. his office across the street and he's like we're gonna do a session and I think that's when the Shit's, I don't even fucking know. And I went there and he had like candles lit and he's oh, like wow. laid down. Like a whole date night set up, huh? Predatorial motherfucking day. Can you imagine setting this up, lighting candles for a 14 year old girl and you're going to suck her to? No one said anything. No one said because he was just checking me out to go across the street. I laid down. He started. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I was an angry little thing. Right. Right. And I just booked it and I ran out and then I told. And what happened? He got in trouble. and He got fired. Thank God. Good for you. You told. Hell yeah. That's the truth. Can you give us his name? Oh, I don't even remember his fucking name. But yeah. he, did, can you like imagine, though, like, what kind of a guy, like, what kind of a person? Like, you're hearing this story and you think about it, but, like, what kind of a person is like, yeah, I'm going to become a psychiatrist or a therapist to, you know, troubled young teens. And I'm going to find these girls. And I'm going to do sessions with them. And then where in your mind, like, how do you live with or square with the fact that you're like, okay, I'm going to check this one out after hours. And I'm going to take her into my boudoir, and I'm going to light candles. She's 14. And wait, now, he sucked on your toes? Yeah, for a minute when I closed my eyes. But that's what predators do. They see, because I was a wounded little baby bird. And I was little, right? I'm a little little girl. 
you know. With a big personality. Well, back, yeah, I do have a big, <laughs> I was always loud, but I was a little, wound, I mean, I was a really wounded little baby bird back then. And, and so predators seek that out. That's why you hear about fucking Boy Scout leaders Ugh. that are predators, you know. That's why I never joined the Boy Scouts. I, I, I like, yeah. growing up, I had my own things that I confronted. Yeah. All right. From women, actually. Multiple women, actually. Abusive women like us? No, no. just like. <laughs> wish they were like. <laughs> no, but I'll say this: that I, I definitely, when I was fifteen, uh, there was a thirty-two-year-old woman that took advantage of me. All right, and then when I was five, there was a twenty-eight-year-old woman that took advantage of me. Okay, thank you. But the thing is, is um, they do seek that out, but it, it is different, male, female to male. It's not different. Baby. I mean, in the sense. In the way society looks at it, it, they look at it differently. So as you're growing up as a young guy, you don't necessarily think about it in the terms that you would if you're growing up as a girl because people are saying different things around you. In fact, uh, there was a movie I saw called Private Lessons when I was a little kid. Yeah, of course. Do you remember that? Yeah. And that movie- I lost my virginity at 16 to a 32-year-old woman. Oh, Did wow. you? Friend of the families, yeah. I feel like that's such a big Yeah. Movie. It is. It is. It, it is. is. Absolutely. Like with young men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. But see, men are wired differently than women. Well, I don't know. We're trained. We're trained differently than women. But this particular situation, anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is going back to you, though, right? Let me just say, let me just skip all that shit. So so what happened was (laughs) I, I got clean. I went to a meeting. I had like a couple months cleaning up in Hollywood. I forgot the name of the fucking meeting. And uh, I locked my keys in my car and I was having a shit fit. I mean, like I was freaking out. And then um, my friend Anthony's like, Romina, you need some fucking coping skills. And I'm like, and I grabbed the first guy that I saw and I grabbed it. It was a biker named Ricky. I grabbed his fucking leather jacket and I'm like, what the fuck are coping skills? I had no idea. And so then I, I, I learned therapy and going to meditation and a lot of work what the fuck coping skills were and fast forward I married some fucking guy abusive dope fiend I had a skincare business I was doing really well but he was abusing me so badly I, I just started losing my clients I had managed to stop stripping with my business I was doing really well but I just lost everything. I couldn't see my clients anymore. And then I found myself back at the club at like, how old was I? 42 years old. And I'm like, how the fuck am I back at, at the this strip club? At the strip mm-hmm. club. I was just, and it was behind this fucking dope fiend motherfucker that was just, he had no hustle. He would just rob me all the time. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. He was You're, from Venice, actually. What was your drug of choice? I was a tweaker. Okay, yeah. very good. We have, we're, we have a lot of great friends of ours are tweakers, ex-tweakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now, uh, <laughs> is that funny, Ali? I live for the city. But the question I have for you, though, is why did you marry that guy? Don't Because I, I'm looking at you and I'm listening to your story. Yeah. And you might not have had coping skills, but you had a radar, did you not? I did. And like when you see certain situations, doesn't your radar go off when you're like, these people are fucked? I preach about it all day long, but I see this fine-ass little Mexican from Venice. Yeah. He's all tatted up. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm looking at you, Steve, except no. you're big. Yeah, and... Um, I just fell for him and I ignored all, like Nico was saying, 
I in ignore all the signs. I ignored all the red flags. He told yeah. me I'm a monster. I'm like, oh, I could tame you. I'm yeah. a fucking, <laughs> I'm, you know. So you did ultimately. And he had seven years clean when I met him. Yeah, but ultimately yeah. you fell for somebody like daddy. Emotionally unavailable, that didn't have any hustle, that depended on a strong woman. Yes, you're right. And that happens a lot. And you know what? It's weird because everybody thinks when you're, when you're in a bad situation, everybody thinks like, I'm not going to make the same fucking mistake. Right. And it's that thought that somehow sets you up to make the exact same mistake. So let me, so let me, get, let me get this clear. So yeah, so you find yourself at the club stripping. Now, did you start, did you start working dudes? Did you start getting your money or what? You know what? I didn't like nudes because you're... No, dudes. Oh. Did you start working working dudes? Robbing dudes? No. Did you start working tricks? Did you start hustling? (laughs) I love their face. You You know what? This is a a world... (laughs) There's a lot of things I'm not going to say of what I did back in the day, but my main thing was like I robbed a lot of tricks. I would rather... I would... I'd rather rob them than fuck them. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That makes sense to so me. Always, or would you set them up and have somebody help you? I always had a friend mm-hmm. that did more than I did. You How know, does that work? How I was the work? activities coordinator. Okay, gotcha. wait, wait, wait. You know like, what I'm saying? Oh, yes, yeah, I do. I but I but hypothetically, if somebody wanted to run that game, how does it work, generally speaking? They're going to have to cash at me $100 for that motherfucking game. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to say that shit out no, no free game. No free game on how that works. <laughs> no. no. I'm not going to teach them how to rob motherfuckers. This is how you rob This is how you rob a trick with you your crime being 101. It. It's not that hard to figure out. I mean, I, I understand what I kind of understand, but I kind of want to hear from actual people, boots on the street, the real. I mean, if you give up that life, you give up that life, Ro- Romina. You can't fuck up. valuable information. Sure, and it all is. Charge for You're talking to an attorney. You don't think I don't know about so a value? Uh, but understand. I do give up game. No, exactly. I do understand, and I do give up some but game. But we're doing criminal sh- Well, not anymore past exactly. tense. Exactly. This reformed. is hypothetical. Um, years is- ago. <laughs> of course. Well, what's the fucking, what is it called? When you can't get in trouble Statute of limitations. Uh-huh, for robbing people. I don't know. <laughs> Steve, Steve have you, did you guys listen to everything you wanted to hear about armed robbery, but were no. afraid to ask? That's Steve's, and he gives up everything. I, I, there's been a couple situations where I was rolling with the escorts. Right, being and, a bodyguard, and, right? Right, um, and then you know, at a certain time, that mo- hotel door, hotel door is going to be left unlo- unlocked, and 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 everybody's getting robbed. She getting robbed too. She's going to sit there and, and look for the money with them. Yeah, Act like course. she got robbed too. Of course, I'm gonna of meet course. Her I'm gonna meet her an hour later. Poor baby, right. I'm so, so sorry. Not, yeah, I mean, there's and there's a million ways. I'm, I'm sure you guys have very a lot of creative ways, but the basic is. That's how it's going down. Right. You know? All right. That makes but total sense. I, I was trying to get at, um, so you started living that life because you're talking about, you're talking about, you know, some tricks and you're talking about this and that. And so it's like, I want to know where that experience comes from, how you know a lot about this because you kind of, you kind of represent, represent yourself as like an expert in this field. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'm not an expert, but I've just got, you know, I've made some mistakes and I've, okay. and I've made some um, conquests. Let's just say that, right? That's okay. an expert answer, right? That's what an expert says. No, yes, yes. An expert Look, doesn't go, yes, I'm, I'm an expert. you. I just want to know how you got there. Look, it, uh, if I was an expert, I'd be a rich motherfucker right now, okay? Maybe, so, maybe. Hey, trust me. Maybe, I'd maybe not. I'd be a rich motherfucker right maybe, now. Maybe, maybe not, actually. You can be an expert and still have a human flaw. 
Ay, mira, okay. Right? You have a human flaw. Very diplomatic. No, but it's true. I mean, how many great experts do you know were on a high and because they were with the wrong partner, their shit blew up? Fuck, right? Uh, that. Okay, so... So look, this is how I know. I, I've done a lot of dirt. I had to survive, right? Yeah. And, and then my thing is just I'm a really good finesser. I knew that I didn't look like a Barbie doll. Right. So when I'm in the club, I don't have the tits. I don't obviously I don't look like a Barbie. So I knew that I had to be smarter. So what did you do? What was your so thing? My, I just got a strong motherfucking mouthpiece. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the thing. Doesn't. How does that work in? So what you're saying is, if I understand you're in a club, you don't look like the Barbie. So you come out there and you're how do you use a mouthpiece in the club? Like, how do you make that work? Do you want to answer that, mijita? Come on, Ale. Um, for me, it's a lot of the way that I present myself, the energy that I bring forth, because people typically will get over someone that's really pretty, like, you know, that, that fades or, you know, you can find the next pretty girl, but somebody who can, you can talk to somebody who knows what a man is looking for in the club. You can use that to your advantage. And what the fuck is a man looking for in these clubs? It depends. Okay. So give us some examples. Cause I got, listen, you are you smart. You have to be able to read. You are smart. Both of you are smart. Right. Yeah. So, so tell me, what are generally, give us the general so things. What are guys looking for really in the club? Tell you something. Let me just interrupt a second. Most strippers in a club yeah. are making more money off the dude that they're sitting and have a conversation Absolutely. in the corner with than the ones that are dancing in the corner in the back room. 100%. Sure, right. But what? So let's get back to it. I want I want to understand the the emotion the and the psychology and the, the psychology and the dichotomy of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, I know, bro. And I love you so much. I just roll with it. I just let it roll. I go, go with the psychology yeah, dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dichotomy actually oh, means healthy. two opposite things. Dichotomy. Cut okay. apart. All right. So let's get back to. So when you. So what are the general things that guys are looking for that you guys know how to seize on and deliver? Maybe. So that's different. Like sometimes I can spot when someone is a sub mm. and what does they that want mean? when someone is a dominant. A right? So they're looking for a dominant female to come and tell them what to do and treat them yeah. how you know, you how can you, what you are the can signs? feel out. Yeah, what are the signs for that? Cuz there's I bet you there's guys out there that don't think they're subs and they are subs. Yeah. Is that true? Especially the ones that are so tough that Listen, I'm man. A fucking alpha. Let me let me, let me say something. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me say something. I have a close friend that's a very strong individual. Handles his life that's very. I mean, this dude is shit lines up. And another friend had a a woman that's a, a working woman, right? Well, and she was around, and she came around this guy, this guy that's like this, and within ten minutes. She pulls my buddy aside and goes, your man likes a woman to give it to yes. him. And she could read that yes. in two minutes. And it's the type of guy that you wouldn't expect. It. No guy would sniff it out. Right. Those get, are the ones. Because hold on, hold on. So how, do you know so that? how do you know that? For the most part, when they're really in control of their lives and everything everything falls on them, right? Yeah. So like one of one of my subs, I can't say who he is. Of course not. But um, he's Wait. in control of his life. Is it life. Post Malone? No. Stu. <laughs> is it Elon Musk? Yeah. Is it Elon Musk? Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. All right. All right. So, that would be a um, good fucking... Oh. 
Dude, honestly, listen, yeah, we're available as bodyguards if you're able to get uh, Elon Musk to, you know, go inside the hotel room and leave the door. Go on. 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 That would be a lick like a motherfucker. Oh, my God. We're all excited. A lick and a half. I'm from prison time. Let's get little baby girl. Romina for president. Romina for president. Let's go. All right, go ahead. So, wait, okay, so what do you see... Ale, let, please, everyone, please let Ale talk. Ale, <laughs> how do you tell somebody's a sub? They have their life in control? For the most part, yeah, that's like a perfect candidate, right? It's someone who's used to having everything fall on them. So then they get pleasure, and it's erotic to have someone tell them what to do and have someone take control, right? So you're giving away, they're giving away their control. And some men, for example, are slaves. So they want you, they want to do things for you, and they want you to belittle them because they're so used to being in a position of power that that change and dynamic is exciting for them. Okay, so walk me through. Okay, so that's cool. It, like you, like if you ever watched Billions, right? You just talked about the Paul Giamatti guy. He's the district attorney at, at New York or whatever it is. And then, and behind the scenes, he's got like he's being whipped and hit and punched and told to shut up, and he's a slug and blah blah blah. We get all that once the pieces are out. But what really fascinates me more than anything else is how do you get the pieces? out because there's a it seems like there's a dance between sub and doms and a little bit in the beginning where you're you're like okay because not all subs are the same they want kind of different things so as you approach it before you've had actual understanding how do you one feel it out or how do you navigate the initial the initial approach conversation and then what he wants asking open-ended questions um reading into their body language mirroring making sure that they're comfortable so that they can open up and usually they they know that because they sense you taking control of the conversation and that's that in itself is erotic to them so you'll see them and a lot of the times they're trained by other doms so they'll have like things that they do I don't know how to explain it, but there are certain things that they do that you can kind of... <clears throat> signals, yeah. If you're poised enough, they're going to give up everything, right? Yeah. No, but, right? she's, but she's saying that like doms and, and subs all kind of talk a little bit, so there's a code, there's a slight little code, and you can kind of pick that up? Sort of, sort of. I mean, I can't exactly pinpoint it. A lot of it is we do rely on our intuition and, right. and just the things that we, we, the skills that we build up over the years of dealing with so many different kinds of men, yeah. you learn to read. It's it's psychology. I feel like all the hoes that I know, we study psychology, we read psychology books, we, you know, we, we study so many different things that help us. Because I think, okay, so then let's talk about it. What's the worst type of man? What's for for wait a minute, wait 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 wait? Oh, I want to know if the if the sub <laughs> is a guy that has control over his life. Does that mean the dominant is a guy who's losing or has no control over life and wants to exert control? See, this is very because like it's. I, I would think it's, it's the not black bipolar. Or white. It's not bipolar. It's not. Okay. All right. It's not. It's like we're humans, right? So we're gray area okay okay so i'll just tell you i'll just tell you straight up i've been in situations right where a woman has definitely said that i'm a dom right and i don't that you are yeah and i was like i don't think so i I mean first of all i don't even like pain really to be honest with you i'm not into one time necessarily mean pain that's right okay great 
Yo lo veo como un gatito, un pussy. <laughs> yeah. You think that? I think you're more like a little pussy cat. Why? Like I mean, I'm pet. definitely a pussy yeah. cat. There's no yeah. doubt about that. But why? Why do you say subbed that? out? Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't like. I don't like. A, I don't like. I don't. I'm, but I'm also not trying to be like told what to do by well, a woman you have either. Boundaries. Yeah. And I'm sure different women you'll take different pointers from and different. Pointers. Yeah, sure. But you I just, can look at it that yeah. way. He Point. looks like. He like, looks let's like, say you're having sex and a girl tells you she likes something. Oh, I'll do a that. Guy, yeah. So a lot of guys are like, "Oh no, why, why do I have?" To I would do never really? say. I would yeah. never, I would say, never that. say that either. They're like, oh, "It's really unattractive <laughs> when a girl tells me because I feel like I'm not doing it right." And it's oh, no, no, no. If a woman was to tell me what she actually wanted, I would appreciate that because then I'd be like, "Great, so let's fucking do it." Or yeah. whatever. What if I'm that's not... crawling on the floor? For me? Yeah, what if she gets really wet, really wet and she's just like, I want you to crawl on the floor? I don't think I'm going to do that. You wouldn't do it? I honestly, I, listen, if I was married to her, if I it was think my wife. Would. No, no, no. If it was my wife, I would do anything for my wife. But to be honest with you, I would. I've, I, first of all, I've never been asked to crawl on the floor. But I, boy, really? I don't know. That might piss <laughs> See, me off. The thing is, it's actually, that might piss me off. It's in the way. It's in, if it's in a way that's very. Seductive. Yeah, go ahead. Right? Uh, mira, viste la carita. No, no, come on. If it's in a way that's respectful and exciting and seductive, and I'm like, Jamon, go ahead. Come crawl on the floor. Is it is it carpet or is it tile? Whatever the <laughs> fuck you want, baby. No, but you know what I'm saying? It, it it's in the delivery. It's in the in the situation. Okay, I could see myself maybe doing it, right? Listen, listen, listen. If she was like, I'm crawling to her. Of course. Well, I don't know, but who knows? Maybe some woman was like, I want to see your ass when you crawl away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you want to crawl a circle. <laughs> crawl on your side. The thing is, men all have different, there's no one set thing, right? Right, right, right. right. There's not ever. Just like with women, you know, I had. That's I w- true. I was dating a guy. <laughs> Fuck this motherfucker. I might say his name. Um, he has a whole floor, LA City Hall, right? He works under city attorney. Okay. And this motherfucker, yeah. And um, his initials are, and he's a little bitch. Um, <laughs> listen to this. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah you heard that. You better, go ahead, you better, bring it. Come on. So I'm going to be a total fucking. So. I had a, you know, when you have a feeling, you just got a, a feeling about somebody. Uh, I mean, he's trying to look yeah, it up yeah, right of now. He is. And he's an attorney. He's going to look it up. He's going to find it. <laughs> he hired me to teach inmates at Linwood uh-huh. meditation. I was hired for by City Hall for a five day mindfulness meditation how workshop. How long ago was this? Oh, God, in two, how, what year? In 2015? Okay. All yeah. Right. Right. Back to the same jail that I was at. It was right, a trip. Right, I had right, to get right. fucking clearance. It was it was a nightmare, but I got in. And he, I don't want to say what he, he likes some, did you see it? Yeah, but I won't say it. I won't say I it. I can't. No, no, no. Anyway, he. What does he like? He's a dirty motherfucker. Oh, I already like this he's guy. He's a what, dirty motherfucker. What does he like? Can we cut the part out where I said what his initials are? Yes, we'll cut you it out. You swear to God, I as promise. a lawyer? Yeah, as yeah, a lawyer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Absolutely. Of and the part that said about who he works under? We will say you just the c- city. He, he can, works, in he the works at LA City Hall. He has a whole floor. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Let's leave that. All right, done. Done and done, for sure. Okay, what is so, he like? 
I was at fucking Linwood Jail. And I just had, because I was teaching that five-day meditation fucking course, right? To the inmates, same same place I was at. And I just had a feeling. And I went into the bathroom. Like, we just took a break from teaching. It was lunchtime. I go to the bathroom. And Uh it's going to be sick, okay? Do it. Tell us. And I go take a shit. Oh, Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Steve was excited. Oh, no. because, uh, <laughs> I told you. Listen. No. But listen. Listen. This is, this is what Queens of the Underworld shit. And I go. And you know when you have the little pebble poop because you're not yeah, drinking yeah, enough yeah, water? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one out of the toilet and I wrapped it really nice. And toilet paper. Listen. Wait, wait. Okay. This is some shit. Okay. You, you want to know? Okay. I fucking grabbed it with, with fucking metal? no with fucking toilet paper. <laughs> we whatever. It's this it happened. And I put it in the fucking preview. <laughs> is that what it sounded like? Wait, listen. This is this is this is go. Romina in the bathroom. Grabbing some shit. Preview. <laughs> I got the go toilet on. paper and I grabbed it. And I put it in a in a napkin of toilet paper and I folded it up like uh-huh. really tight. Uh-huh. And I went out of the fucking bathroom. Of course I washed my hands. Of course. And I put it in a soup pocket. Wait, 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 wait. You have a piece of poop. Poop. In toilet paper. In toilet paper. In your pocket. This, you wanna know about tricks? Listen. Mm. Okay. You wanna learn some Yeah, dirt? I do. This yeah, is yeah, how they yeah. are. And I got it and I put it in his fucking thousand dollar <laughs> suit jacket. Uh-huh. A piece of poop wrapped uh-huh. in some fucking. Oh yeah! Stop it! Yes. Stop it! This is bullshit. I put it on my son's eyes. Why the <laughs> fuck would I look? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why is he looking? Oh yeah, this is real. This is funny as shit. <laughs> what did he do? And he grabbed it, and he's like, "Cause he knew what the fuck you." <laughs> he knew. Cause Perfect. I slid him another one at Starbucks the day before. Really. <laughs> So he was into it. Did he he pop it in like, his mouth or what? He's Son like, of a bitch. And he's like, I can't believe you did this at fucking Linwood right now while we're teaching a meditation. It was the funniest fucking shit, I swear to God. And so what does he so do he with it? Like, is it? Does he have a box of milk duds that he puts it in? This and is how... No, he jerks off with it. Get the wow. fuck out of here. How do you jerk... Wow. Like, does he jerk off looking at it or does he wrap it he on his dick? He left it. He put it in the trunk of the car. So it would get hot and smelly. <laughs> Stop it. It's elaborate. Steve, have you ever done anything He's stressing like this? out. He's stressed out. And yeah. yeah Steve is going, I just got sweats right now. He's like, this out. might be Bum too much. He was concerned. <laughs> It's Are you crazy? Sure? Because listen, you know, one of those crazy is they, they brought in panadas. I was going to eat one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, the, moral, the moral of the story yes. is is that the higher ups, the more power you have, the more fucking funky you are. The funkier you I are. I heard right? a story yeah. about a certain. True. I heard yeah. a story about a certain star, and I'm not going to say because I don't know. Okay, but I had a story um, where the star would actually have trick or hose or whatever you call them. Okay, hose. He would pay them. He wanted black ones. Uh-huh. Okay. Black hose. Morenitas. Morenitas. Okay. <laughs> and he would put like a fishbowl like on his face. And, and they would it, shit on him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Have you heard of that? Plate, of course. Plate, yes. Yeah, all that. That's not new. But that that's is not old. Shit. Listen, man. I watched... Not only have I I've heard crazy oh stories of documentaries, but I just watched a, this short documentary 
where they went down and they interviewed all these hoes on Skid Row. All these hoes on Skid Row, bro. Go ahead. Go Every ahead. nationality. Go ahead. And they interviewed them and they asked each one of them, what's the craziest thing that you've had to do for a trick? And they had 12 different women. And do you know what 10 of the 12 said? What? They had dudes come down there wanted them to shit uh-huh. in their mouth. Uh-huh. In the mouth? Yeah. Dude. 10 out of 12. Yeah. All natural. They want, the, they would get tricks that wanted them. Yeah. Now, I, I, I want to know, like, how, how, do you, how, how does, I've what is, never done it. Have you done it? No, I've only farted. Mm. In someone's close. mouth? Yeah. Did they, did they that, have man. a perfect lip to, to, to down well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a very important thing that was just said. This is very important. Very serious. Somebody, you farted in someone's mouth. Yes. And was it a perfect lip lock? Like there was a seal and he inhaled it? Like you really what, was, know what it was? Yeah, please. I farted out cum into their, into their mouth. <laughs> Felch. Oh, Felch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Farted out cum into their mouth. Mm-hmm. And was this I guy... Figured, I mean, like, but what's if really you the did, difference when, you know, some guys won't, like, want you to spit it in their mouth? So it's but like okay. so like if you're like a if that, you're like if you're like if you're that crazy that's not that crazy but like if you're <laughs> in LA city and you have like one whole floor and you want to like pocket poop if you're getting your own cum <laughs> farted in your mouth you're probably like a governor yeah. right like governor right, was right, are you right, here right, to say right, that right. was Jerry Next Brown level. you farted oh, cum into Jerry Brown's mouth <laughs> Next level. Uh, okay so president so. Obama. No. no, Trump. Can we bring it back? How, how, so how do the Can girls? Can we bring it back? How do these girls to my mission statement? No, who cares oh, about your mission? Talk about poop. The, to me, saving hoes and encouraging hoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So you really... find yourself at, at forty two back in the strip Thank club, you. and then how do you get to the to all these hoes that you're handling? So I'm in, I'm back at the. <laughs> I'm like let's. You're let's like really, a mentor to all these hoes. Let's reel it back in. Yeah. Um. First of all, we weren't the one that started the I poop know. in the pocket story. I know, but okay. I had to say that. Yeah, you did, and I'm appreciative. And it, you were laughing like... <laughs> That's the best story I've ever heard. I might not ever forget. That might go into one of my screenplays, just so that you know. I'll tell you more about it when we're off air. What? So um, anyway, so this. I'm at the strip club. I lost my skincare business. I'm fucking abused, and I'm like looking around. I'm like, dude, why am I in this shithole again? I'm old. I'm smart, you know? And then I started looking around. I'm like, well, why are all these other fucking bitches here, too? Right. Like, this bitch, okay, I get this bitch. She's fucking dumb. Or, you know, but then I would look at another one. Okay, well, this bitch is really smart. Or this one, you know, this one's got her shit. Like, why are we all here? And so I started printing out this survey because I didn't know what else to do, you know. And I printed out the survey. And I had, like, hoes and dominatrixes and strippers. Like, anyone that I, that I knew that was in the sex industry fill it out. And then I realized, oh, we're, we've all been just really traumatized, right? right? We just come from so much trauma. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck do I do about it? Like, I knew that I had to do something, but I didn't know what. Yeah. And then um, my friend Tandy used to call me queen of the underworld because I was just a, I was a really good hustler when I was tweaking, you know? I was just, I, was, I just was really good. And uh, now I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. That's why you have to tweak because you need the motivation. So much, I I get that. You need I went years without sleeping, and I'm just tired all the time. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna start something because I can't be the only 
I can't be the only person or woman that feels so alone and so traumatized and so crazy. So I wanted to find more. Right. So I started, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call it Queens of the Underworld. Right. All these other bitches on Instagram are like glamorizing, you know, like Amber Rose and all these fucking famous stripper hoes. I'm like, but that's not the reality, though. I want to I want to reach hoes that have been raped and abused and and that have fucked up parents that actually had a, a real life. You didn't well, want or like, that talk or that or want to be authentic okay. about it. You know right. what I'm saying? Girls that are on food stamps that have to trick, right? Because they got kids or or whatever marginalized person in a fucked up situation. The land. Buddha, the Buddha, uh, the Buddhists have a term for this. It's called the dukkha. Dukkha uh-huh. means shit. It right? means suffering. Pe- right? Yeah. It means the shit. Yeah. And people who are actually really in the shit. It's one thing to be. A trust fund kid living on the west side trying to meditate. Right. But if you're on food stamps and you got to fart cum into people's faces and shit, how do you fucking... How do you survive? And how do you? Fuck. Coping skills, you know, distraction techniques, watching... And that's why I started Queens. I'm like, fuck, I wish I, I, wish I would have known. I wish I had someone teach me all this stuff or teach, you know, encourage me in a way that I needed... So I didn't make all these mistakes, and and my son wasn't hearing it because he's already done two prison terms by then. He's in Men's Central right now. He doesn't want to fucking hear it. So I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta be of service. Like I gotta find my purpose. Because so what does Queens do? So Queens of the Underworld. What I do is I teach active sex workers or even retired sex sex workers mindfulness and coping skills. And now what I and I so I got, I went and got a bunch of trauma certifications i'm a meditation certified certified and qualified too you know i saw on your instagram i actually saw an active sex work it seemed like i don't know for sure but she was african-american woman she was at like some place downtown and you were teaching her how to sit for meditation right then and there is that something that you do you actually go up to people that are are in the streets or not they how do they find you I think word of mouth, right? Inst- how did you find, uh, LA, how did you find Romina? I honestly don't remember, but I remember <laughs> when, I'm pretty sure one of my hoe friends was following her and probably sent me a post. I feel like our community is so close and small and because it's so isolating, it's yeah. important for us to, to have that. So right. for me, my community is how basically I found her. And it was like, uh, like a, I call it like a Columbus moment. Like I was like, aha, like this is really what I, and I never knew because being in therapy or anything before, I can never be completely honest about Why not? what I do. Why not? Because I can't. Because? I Even in therapy? Good. Why not? Because they're mandated reporters. They're man- yeah. And if you rob somebody or if you're drunk and you beat your kid, they're, they have to tell. Mm. Right? And it's not they, No, no, no. They, they have to tell. They have to tell. They don't it, understand. And they've though. never been. They don't, but they also want to. Oh, they also want to steer you away from that, right? Exactly. Yes. They're aside making oh, so you don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. Yeah. So right, aside right. from, yeah. aside from anything legal, right? Just in the way that it feels. Yeah. Being with somebody that doesn't understand, you know, and that is Judging going to you. judge you, because yeah. I've yeah. been judged by my therapist, and <clears throat> it's the weirdest feeling ever. Because I'm like, 
I have like, why are you looking at me like I'm mm-hmm. extra crazy? Right. Like you already look at me like I'm crazy. Now you're looking at me like right, right. I'm doing yeah, you can't be honest with somebody shit. like that. I can't. So have, that's why our well, I don't know. Of course not, but it's true what you're saying because you're gonna go through life. You're gonna be judged. Of course. Like like like. But we're searching to build um, safe spaces where we're not. Or at least can make that as little as possible. You know what? This is an interesting thing that you bring up. And I understand the impulse. I understand everyone's impulse, right? I mean, I got 17 years of sobriety and some other shit, too. So I understand these, this idea of, like, not being judged, blah, 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 blah. But lately, right? Lately, I've been thinking to myself, like, you know what? Uh, if I can't face being judged and then look at that and say, you know what? Because even in these support groups, there's a ton of judgment. Of but you're course, you're taking it out different. of context, bro. Go ahead. She's talking about therapists. Exactly. Talk right. about therapists. Somebody you pay and you go to a doctor for help with. Is yeah, judging fuck her. a meeting. She's fuck not them. talking about the world judging her no. or going in and just being no, judged. No, no, by no, 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 no. But she, about, she specifically said a therapist. No, no, no. I get that. But she also said we're trying to build a space where we're not going to be judged. And I'm actually starting to open up my personal self. You guys can whatever. I just, it's just me. I'm being honest. Right. My personal self, I do have support groups and I'm part of support groups. But the fact is, is that there's still judgment. But I know it's not the same, honey. It's not the same. Why not? Because if you tell your... Okay, you're my shrink. Go ahead. You're my shrink right now. I'm not comparing it to the shrink. I'm saying the impulse to look for support where there is no judgment is maybe setting yourself up to be traumatized again. I understand what you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? I do get where you're coming from. But that's that's why I said it has to be where we can make it as little as possible because we're human and even in I've been in spaces where it's supposed to be very supportive and open like NA and AA Mm -hmm. and I felt it's very clicky and I get pushed aside right you know when I first did AA I was 22 and everybody was like oh honey you're not done yet right so they pushed me out and I was like well fuck you guys maybe you know maybe I'm not done of course that's my own Right. You gotta own, own that. And fuck yes. telling them you that gotta own that. 100%. Well, so and that's where I'm going with what you're saying. So I yes. understand what you're saying, and I'm saying I've come to a place in my life where I know no matter where I go, even with the most well-intentioned, loving people, they're human. There's going to be judgment. Mm-hmm. So, right, I have to now own my own behavior to say like I'm not going to allow what you think of me control what I'm going to do. Of course, and I mean we already have to do that at least for me. With being a sex worker, I can't right. give a fuck what anybody thinks because be I'm like, going to put myself in a position to feel worse than I already do because being a sex worker in and of itself is traumatizing. Is and it? it oh. Yes. Why? It, Tell me about that. What? What is it? Cause, cause, I feel like it's abusive in its nature because when you're working and you are a sex worker, it's not a, and nothing's really about you. Right. Even it comes down to my style. I can't just say, I think this looks cute. I want to have green hair and purple tights and that's what I think is cute and go to the strip club and make money like someone who's very well put together that fits that but a lot of gabachas do you that know? shit so the, yeah no 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 but, but, she, but she's not saying? a gabacha I can't exactly, exactly. So I she's, don't she's in a genre already and she's got to fit right. certain things that for right. the audience demands right. yeah. Steve can you relate to that can you relate to having to look a certain way because people are demanding or they're expecting something out of you I mean yeah I can absolutely relate to that yeah, I can understand. Do you ever feel trapped by your style? Do you ever feel trapped yeah. by your style? It's different for guys with tattoos than women. How so? Well, it just is. Like, but so, how so? Let's say me 
working, like I just got, uh, I was hired a couple of months ago at East LA Women's Center and they just look at you different. You know what I mean? Being a woman, like, what do you have to offer? Why are you, t- you know, if it's like an OG or something that, I don't know, it's, it, they just look at me like different. Does that make sense to you, Steve? That men so have what? more respect. I mean, having I, tattoos. I, listen, when I'm doing, when I'm, when I, when I've made lots, a lot of money, you know, when I'm doing really well financially, um, I'm, I'm usually wearing a, a Brioni shirt and fucking $600 shoes. So I don't feel like I have to show up in a tank top and Raiders hat. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes, mm-hmm. but I've never felt trapped by it. Like, uh, I'm going to do me. And um, no, I don't feel that way. Where I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just I think asking. There's a lot of people that feel trapped or what's expected. Well, yeah, on being you. a sex worker, a lot, a lot of it is your aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yes. that's what is going to initially bring in your clientele. Sure. It's, I, and it's, that's so the it's, truth. It's yeah. very much focused on your image and the Absolutely. clubs, for example, if you're a stripper, the yeah, club's image. Sure. Do you fit mm-hmm. the image? Sure. Do you fit the criteria? Or now, not? It's something interesting, something interesting that you said earlier was you talked about the Barbie doll, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know. I mean, it, just the way I heard it, it just sounded like, okay, all right. But now, as a man, as a man, and like I said about our listeners, your look, I think, is way more in demand and looked right after now, yes. than a Barbie doll. Right These now, days, yes. Now, now, for sure. In the 80s, it would have been a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Right when my time, big yeah. Yeah. Right. Hair. But like, I, I'm telling you right now, most of the guys I know would be all over it, climbing over me for, to, for me to give them your number. Like, yeah, right. introduce me. Like, right. Yeah. No, it's true. So you're, but so, now. But I was, yeah. but with the way that I heard you say it, it sounded like, yeah, but, it's, but I'm not this. But it's no, still that out was there. me. That was me talking okay. but about that is, But that doll. is still out there because you see them pushing chicks like Gwyneth Paltrow, or you see them pushing these white chicks no. that are kind of Barbie in the in the in the in the magazine world. Uh-huh. I still see that. Yeah, yeah. in media art. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, is me saying that, but me saying that to you right now, you know what I'm talking about. But even does then, that it comes make you, to... does that make you feel like you have to be in that? What look I'm at, saying? Look at her face. She's not sold on what you just said. <laughs> She's got a qualification for what you're saying, Steve. What's the qualification? Well, because I'm saying even then, let's say, let's say I fit. XYZ, right? Uh-huh. There's still only a certain, there's certain amounts, right. there's certain kinds of personas that are, if even for in the stripper world, there's like, mm-hmm. you know, like the Barbie doll, there's like the video vixen, mm-hmm. there's the like, you know, innocent school girl, mm-hmm. there's the all American girl. There are categories yeah. to what you can fit. Even then, there's that limitation. That's like, right. Like right. I said, if I go in with curly green hair, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make as much as if I go in with straight dark long hair yeah. so so what right. you're it's saying just, is, but, does, but does that mean that you feel like sometimes you want to have curly red hair and you can't i mean i would like to but i understand that that's, that's my yes. profession right that's so yes. that's what i wanted that's to get that's a yes well, yeah. so what she's saying is, is potentially she could actually be a goth inside but she's never going to be able to dress goth and make because the money. That's not going to fit into. Yeah, like I want to be chola all the time, but that's right. not going <laughs> to. You know what? That might do pretty well with our audience. More chola all day audience, you don't know. Listen, tell them your Instagram. How old are you? My Instagram is your daddy pays me at your daddy pays me. Okay, how right. old are you? I'm 27. Okay, and so let me ask. She's you. very beautiful. She's she is. You got, you got such a like a, a kindness about you. You do. She does. You do. Thank you have you. a yeah. It's in your eyes. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And but also um, she worked me right out of all my money real quick. <laughs> 
Don't say that. Come on, too. Be careful. <laughs> no, but there's something yeah, else going beautiful. on behind her eyes now. Like the the, the 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 you that came in, you your mask has gone down just a little bit. Mm. Your defenses have gone down well, a little bit. It takes time, yeah. Yeah, yeah it course. does. You're, it's interesting when they first came in, dude. So you weren't even here, and they were both like, "Yeah, I felt like I was like a little we gotta like come in like that." Yeah, I was right. like a you gotta deer. Come in we gotta come they in were like two, yeah, two wolves just tearing hot. apart a carcass. Yeah, um, you liked it. So, sub dude, <laughs> thanks, sub guys. I'm Indian. never gonna hear. Sub I'm Indian. never gonna hear the end of it. He's a little pussy cat. Say that about you right now. That's true. They were like, "You probably would crawl on the floor." Steve, I could see Steve like looking at himself, like, "Um." So then, how did you get into sex working, uh, Ale? In a nutshell, I was sexually abused. Um, I'm a dope fiend as well, ex tweaker, Um, and I was fresh out of rehab. I wanted something different out of my life, but I still obviously was carrying all this trauma and it hadn't worked. I mean, six months of fucking rehab doesn't fix you, you know? And I I still, there's still things now that are coming out and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, there's things I still have to work on. So anyway, um, basically, I I had no, I had, you know, I had been in a four-year relationship where I was basically locked in my home and I wasn't allowed to do things and I was scared and... So that was kind of, it was kind of a way for me to get my power back and gain mm-hmm. control back. So saying, no, you have to pay me for my time. If you want my attention, you're going to have to do the, yeah. these things and fit a certain criteria and screening before I even give you my attention. Right. So coming from being on the floor begging for someone's forgiveness after, a being, gets a, a after being beat up, right. you know, and raped. So it was something that I, I needed money. I still needed to go to school, so I needed someone to to basically... I was dying to be recognized by someone or seen, and I wanted... And at the same time, you know, my father never really gave me that validation. Right. So it was a way for me to start getting that. I was like, Why oh, wow, would your guys, dad give you that validation? He's an alcoholic. Hmm. But let me tell you something. There's, and, and I understand that, but why else? It's not just that. There's plenty of alcoholic parents who are able not to be great parents, but they can give recognition. He they can a, say, He was a great parent up until I was 16. And right after he left, I was raped. So I kind of blamed it on him being like, you weren't there to protect me. Right. And, you know, I was 16, so... You know, I didn't. It's kind of true. How am I supposed to tell him, "Hey, I was raped by your brother"? Mm. I, by his own flesh and blood. Yeah. So, it, and it was just so hard for me. I, 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 I put Will it you, on myself. You, and have said, you been able to actually say that yet to him? Yes. And what was mm-hmm. that like? He. It was. I was super scared because I was like, "What if he, you know, tells me it was my fault?" He just told me that's the. He said, "This is the greatest thing you've ever told me, and I don't want you to take it a bad way, but it shows me that you trust me and that you know that I'm going to believe you and be there for you." Wow, wow. So that was really powerful. Well, that didn't come until right until after I was already, you know, doing dope and doing all kinds of other stuff. That I didn't know a little bit I didn't late. Speak about it until six years later. Of course, you're carrying around this secret, right? And and it's not a stranger; it's somebody you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's his brother. And let me ask you this. Um, did you see any of that in your uncle before it happened? Like, did you already kind of have a thing or did it just come out of the blue? 
I saw him one time. I saw him one time. He was like getting too close to my cousin. Yeah. And I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. But I didn't think too much of it because I, he was my favorite uncle and I mm. idolized him and loved him so much. I, there was so much trust there that even for that split second that I did think that, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to feed into it. It was, no, 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 he's he's the best. Like, he's right. a like, great how uncle. Could you think he's that? probably just drunk, you know? Right. And we're so used to doing that, being, being coming from abuse. To justifying people's actions I and totally making, understand. you know, making excuses for everyone around us. Because the right. truth is too horrible to even really think about yeah. at that it's time. It's like cognitive dissonance, you know. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's amazing. And so, um, and then you had the breakthrough. Let me ask you both this, and you guys can answer this separately. I don't know, Steve, if you're wondering the same thing I'm wondering, but being traumatized by men, right? And then also seeing them in from the sex worker perspective where you're like, oh, my God, these guys wants to fucking feel a thing of poop and da, da, da. Are you ever like and be be real. Mm-hmm. Just be real. Is it hard for you to fall in love with men or are you even interested in men? Do they even do any like is there is there a special place that you keep separate or is it hard for you to be like, you know, I can't take any guys seriously. They're all scumbags. Be honest. Be honest. Be real. Come on. You know. Guys need to hear this shit. When I choose somebody, it's not, it's always some fucking gangster, right? (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I can't, I cannot choose. So I just, I can't. What does that mean? You cannot choose. I just, my picker is destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Like There's nothing sicker than your picker. There's nothing (laughs) sick. Like my husband, right? Yeah. Junkie, fucking piece of shit. And um, the last one, I'm like, I go to a meeting, unexpected. Of course, I meet some old-ass OG from San Pedro. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out to be, you know what I'm saying? So I attract. There's a part of me that needs to be healed because I attract those motherfuckers. Right. So I'd rather just not even deal. I just... So you've decided, like, fuck it. Until this thing gets resolved, I'm going to draw a line. I don't even need attention. Like... you know, when I was still dancing, I'm going to be 46 in September. Like, Get out of here. Done. Stop it. No, but I, I'm just saying, like, I, I got older. I stopped dancing. I don't need attention. I don't need to look to anyone to tell me. I, there's just a part of me that's, like, not necessary anymore, right? I mean, I don't know. If I, no, if I was still in the yeah. game, right? If I wasn't. But you're in the game of life. I'm in. But I don't Very need. Different game, my it's guy. a different game because I don't need male val- validation. I'm not trying to make money off my looks. So well, I, hold on I a know second. all we're, that. Yeah, though, but we're talking it, about people love. get lonely. That's we're talking I'm, about love. I, I would rather be a lonely bitch okay. and have my peace of mind than give it to some motherfucker that's gonna take it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because the, unfortunately, that's, that's the way choosing. it is. Yeah, that's. Uh, you know what? If you have a room, has anyone ever surprised you? Let's let me ask you a different question because I, I hear where Steve's going. But let me ask you a different question. Huh. Has anyone ever actually fucking surprised you? Like, have you ever been with guys or seen guys or a John or whatever the fuck they're called? And then have you ever been like, wow, this guy's actually a decent man? And- <laughs> <laughs> you hear that last? You hear that last? Look. <laughs> 
Steve, is that really any different than some of your 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 feelings about certain types of women? Is that really any different? Like where you're saying, like, I'm not going to be controlled by some woman or I'm not going to, this chick's trying to get da-da-da-da. Because I've also heard you say, like, I'm not going down that road. Oh, you say it too? Like, I'd rather be lonely. Or, no, no, or no, no. He never said that. <laughs> no, he never no. said that. But he does like have homes? an edge. He does have an um, edge. Like you won't pay for pussy? I don't. He would. That hasn't, hasn't been my... Uh, that hasn't been my... Um, that hasn't been my experience. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I, I, I hope that I don't. I hope that there's never a day that I, I that my mouthpiece stops working and eh. I can't just pull them. Um, but um, no, what I was saying was See, that's no. We I'm don't not, I don't want. I don't want. Uh, I mean, I hate to saying? say it. Uh, I'll say it. Like, uh, just women just don't like. They give me a lot of headaches, man. They don't cooperate. It's all hot and good for the first month. Maybe six weeks, and then wow, well, why are you or who are you or where are you? Where are you? And this is like, I just, I think it was my upbringing. My mom, she was really needy mm. and really wanted her back rub. And really, and it's like, I'm going to do that for my daughter, man. That's the one person that I'm going to show up. I'm a cancer. You're supposed to be the most softy. loving, softy. Yeah, and I and I am, I am that. But um, it just seems like, man, I just like I don't have I don't have the patience. I'm not there yet. Um, but part of me. But listen, there's another part of me, my like recovered Steve, that there's a part of me that desires to get into a relationship with a woman. And that part of me wants to finally compromise and show up because I've never done that. What's it going to take? What is a woman? Hold on. How old are you? you? I'm 52. You better get it going. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I've still got 20 year old old girls just loving on me. So, What's it gonna take? What what what's it gonna take from? What's it gonna take from a woman to get you to that place? What she got to show you? I I don't know. I don't know what's gonna get me to that. But I'm saying I'm feeling in my heart ready to meet a woman and finally say, you know what? I'm I want to sit down. I want to listen to what she has to say. I want to compromise. I want to meet. I want to see what it's like to meet somebody and go through life with somebody to lean on that you trust and has your back and they have yours and and see what that's like. Because I've always been selfish. You know, it's always been it's always been about me. And as soon as you don't do what I want or you're bothering me, you're out. You know, I'm I'm ending this thing and you know, so I don't want to be that that guy. But at the same time, I want to ask a question here to you guys. You wait, tell wait, me. Okay, wait, please hold on one second. Because I also want you to hear something that Romina said. She said that's why the fine that's why we don't fuck with the fine ones. Yeah. We would never fuck with you. See, did you hear that? Like, uh, to to me, that sounds real fucked up to a certain extent. You're too much work. Because you're too fine. You're too attractive. It's uh, true. I, don't, yeah. see, I, don't, I don't buy that for one second. <laughs> oh, uh, but awesome. what I will say, I love that. What I will say is this true. is... true. Listen, straight <laughs> up. You're too much work. You're see, like, you get too much attention from females. You're too confident. We can't work you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Romina, right? Romina, yeah. hold on. Too much work. Hold on a second before you go. Romina, but doesn't that, that say... Hold on, hold on. But if no you... Hey, if you say that... <laughs> I don't see what they're saying. Your face I don't believe right that. Now. Hey, listen, hold on, hold on. If you say that... <laughs> Romina, hold on. If okay, you sorry. say that, then aren't you admitting on some level that you don't have the strength or the power or the attractiveness to handle him? No, it's too much work. No, no, because I'm feeling that there might be other top-notch... Like, I'm, and I'm not saying you're not. I, I love you guys. I'm just saying there might be some women that would come in and see Steve and think like, oh, I got this guy sewn up 
Or, or he looks like a good challenge because I'm an A-lister, da-da-da-da-da-da. Who da, da, da. wants a challenge? I don't want to... F- Some had, people do. See, but the thing is, yeah. I've had challenges and obstacles all my life. I would rather... Okay, yeah, he's really good looking, yeah. but that's too... See? I don't want to fucking deal with that. No, no offense. No, he's but not. But it's like, I would rather have a guy that's not that good looking, that doesn't get a lot of pussy, like for personal, right? Yeah. That, do, that I don't have to worry about. We would have to worry about him. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's like... That's too much work. I'm telling you, Man, that's the truth. That's the truth about a lot of attractive women. Uh, they rather get a dude that's like, and you're like, what is she with that goober for, man? Yeah. She she may look really pretty, but she's totally insecure. It's or, not even that. Yeah, some of it is. I'm some not saying that you're insecure, but Be some honest. is because they don't want to worry. They're like, I don't want to worry about him. But let me let me just let me just ask no, this. Yeah, ask a question. I, I want to ask a question for you. Maybe you two can answer it for me. Hmm. And. And and let me be. Let me just say this as a disclaimer first. I joke around about twenty year olds. Like, I had an experience years back with a very young woman, and it was inappropriate. Man, I made a poor, poor decision. Okay, um, like I said, I told you all them. But what is with? I go to the market. I go to the gym. I go to like different places. And these girls are like 18, 19. They're old enough. I'm old enough to be their father by far. Some are older than my daughter. And these girls are not even like they're very coming up very forward like flirting like just all on a dude and I'm 52 what's it's like what's mainstream up with that, right now man? yeah it's daddy shit it's, it's uncom- it is daddy shit it it's is. uncomfortable I mean, I, i'm gonna be my honest dad with has you told me that actually he goes i go places and they're like oh you know he goes i know they're looking for a sugar daddy yeah he's like it's weird sometimes it's so that but young. Some, listen You're i'm gonna say something sexy viejo, listen you know? listen listen that's listen, why listen but they're not all looking for sugar daddy no 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 listen no, they, want, they, they want the dad they, they still do. want their daddy now let me put it to you this way and there's no way to get around it Freud started it and then people talk a lot of shit about Freud but he's still here and he's still influential and there's a reason for it and then Jacques Lacan who's a French psychoanalyst picked up where Freud left off and expanded on those things and then anybody who wants to fucking go to my website you can look at those books on my reading list and blah 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 but here's the thing nice there's, plug for your website that's <laughs> a fucking loon good. good and also my law firm of Vondabonda <laughs> <laughs> And also, Chocha saying, what was it? Yeah. Chocha's prayer. We're going to do all that. We'll yeah. get to all okay. that. But my point in saying all that is this, and this is a very uncomfortable discussion, but this is very much true. And I have like a daughter right now. She's six months. Okay. And the thing is, is that there are attachments and love that go on at these early ages that aren't inappropriate. It doesn't even have to be anything bad happened, Right. We can kind of see what happens when people don't respect boundaries. Then people really lose faith. But even in the safe situations, you see daughters and sons developing relationships and patterns and saying, I love you, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 and sounds crazy as it sounds, even... Um, you call your love your loved one baby sometimes, right? You use the same phrases, I love you, I love you. So at that at that stage, there are a lot of attachment and love feelings going on. And unless they're raised, I think, in a stable situation where you start to see the boundaries forming. Right. Unless you see that, then you have so what happens is girls, without really knowing it, and young guys, without really knowing it are substituting or transferring yes. a little bit of the attraction they may have for their dad that's inappropriate. 
You're not supposed to think that. And same thing for the, sometimes you see that like every once in a while you see like a situation. I read this book, great book, Toxic Parents. It's a really good book. Uh, Hard to read though. And one of the things they were talking about was that there's a type of dad that is weirdly protective of his daughter's sexuality. Like he's not actually doing anything to her, but he knows she's hot and he knows like whatever. So he, because he's got his own weird feelings about the fact that he's recognizing how beautiful his daughter is. And it's not that he really is going to do anything, but it just freaks him out that he's even thinking about it, right? right? That it's even triggering that. anything. Then he starts to shut down around her or, and or try to control everything about her as a way of transferring like, that uncomfortable, awkward situation into a, 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 to, to deal with it. Because he can't come to terms with, like, listen, I'm a human. She's a human. I'm not going to do anything. But, of course, my daughter is like a 10, and I know that. It's not the end of the world that I know that. So you know what they do? They hire hoes that look like they're that his daughter that are really young and they you know what I'm saying? They substitute that, that a lot. A lot. Wow. A lot. I was just I did an in-person session cuz I do I have sessions that I do, right? And I went to a hotel on La Cienega. Was it yesterday? I had my first in-person session and the little girl, 20 years old, and uh, you know, her sugar daddy's 48. You know, so he just wants a little girl. And she, I mean, she's really pretty sweet. I mean, who isn't gorgeous at 20? And you, know you see this, and you, but, and you definitely mm-hmm. see this with sometimes these, like, they're of age, but they're, they're younger girls. And they look really, really young. Yeah. They're, uh, but there's, there's girls that are of age. And then, and then it goes in the other direction. Some of the girls that are of age and they're tiny, they want a big dude mm-hmm. because they want to feel that big masculine thing. And it's a, they want to have, it sounds fucked up, but they want to sleep with daddy, but they know they, it's subconscious. And they transfer it out to another guy who's like a big football player guy or something like that that's going to be able to pick him up and do all the kinds of things. So uh, that's why I'm saying like when we get to this level of um, being honest about how these things are really formed, it can be very uncomfortable to talk about those things. But I want to know from you, your guys' point of view. So from you, Romina, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you because we're, we're honest in here and all that other kind of stuff. I definitely think that you are putting up and hiding out from real love. Of course. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying 100%. That. Okay. So what you said, <laughs> what yeah. you said, but hold on a second. Yes. But what you said was a challenge. You said, I, who wants to be challenged? Hold on. Hold look on. At, look at Look at her like her nails. Look at her lips. Look at her eyes. She takes too good care of herself. Absolutely. No, I, not be like, oh, I'd rather be alone. Well, let's not, let's not, but let's not. it's true. But let's not, let's not, let's <laughs> not. See that? This is her long cast. Come on This is now. her long cast on you. Come on. Listen, now. listen. Don't make me. Listen, listen. <laughs> no, Ro- I, Romina. Let's get real for a second. Okay. Let's not let's not do the back and forth bullshit. Let's get right down to it. Okay. Let's Vamos. cut the shit. Vamos. Okay. First and foremost, you said challenges. Who wants to be? Hold on. Who wants to be challenged? Okay. Help me, mijita. Right. Do, <laughs> that to me, when somebody says and in going into a relationship, being traumatized and attacked and stolen from, that's not a challenge. That's abuse. Okay. Challenge is somebody who won't let you sit in your shit and will call you on it and wants you to level up as a human being. I would love that shit. Go ahead. Look Go at, ahead. If it, if, you know, if I could find somebody 
that fucking help me hustle legit because yep. I'm a square now, right? Well, go ahead. And, and and help me with my business and help me slaying shirts and, right. and market. And I helped him with his business. And we just had that respect. Go- Fuck yeah. But in what? I mean, I haven't had that in my world. Hold on. Okay. You Good point. Hold saying? on a second. Hey, don't, don't. don't. Okay. Listen. In okay. Your, no, in, no, in your world. In but my let me, world. But let me ask you a question. Yes. Whose responsibility is that? You know what? It's... Whose responsibility, Romina? Don't bullshit me. Look. Don't bullshit me. I have a lot of work to do still. Okay? I do. I really do, but... (sighs) Don't let yourself off the hook. You're too good. That chocha spray was so good (laughs) that you cannot sit here and tell me that it's not your responsibility to attract what you want. I'm yeah, not, you're a beautiful lady. You got a great you. attitude. You, you're smart. young. You're smart. smart. You're sharp. I mean, what know, is the it guys that? must be getting at you, but they're just, they don't do it for you. No, 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 no. She's saying she's attracted to scumbags. I'm a, I don't she's know why. She said she's, yeah, she's okay. attracted to gangsters. Hold on, I love so, me some fucking gangsters. Hold on, but, but what is it? So, okay, so now you know. You're not going to lie to me and tell me it's not your responsibility, right? It is my responsibility. And what is it that you need to fix? Or correct or level up on what is it that you need to change about yourself that's going to get you to that next level, Romina? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, eh? Is that true? <laughs> you know what? I, I is mean, that true? I have to just. I don't know. I thought What's it was. What's the fire look, burning inside right now that you know the dumpster fire? What is it that's got to be fixed or corrected or leveled up or changed? I think I need like to, you know what? I'll be honest. I have to find my self-esteem in a way that's not sexualizing myself, right? Yeah. That's not from men giving me attention, but right. from my my hustle, like my drive, my intellect, my will, just my core, right? So are you saying that you need to not seek validation? From the man and be able to validate yourself, show up already validated? My whole life, yeah. My whole life, I've had to look a certain way, you know, and and just the hair extensions and and have to be tan and the Botox. And Mm -hmm. that was my whole life, having to look on point. Mm-hmm. All the time. All about the outside. All about the outside. A well-dressed garbage can. I'm mm-hmm. sure you heard that, right? Mm-hmm. So when I quit stripping a year and a half ago, like I had to move the fuck away from the club. I'm like, I got to get to know me. So I, I had to really, and I didn't know who the fuck, I'm like, who am I if I'm not trying to con somebody, right? Who am I if I'm not trying to seduce somebody? I don't even want anything to do with that right now. Like I'm, I'm not even thinking of dick like who the fuck am i and i spent a year and a half in long beach like just going to the beach you know and and going to know his fucking shit (laughs) and taking all these courses trying to find out like who am i without who would i have been if i didn't have to do all the dirt that i had to do to survive like who would have romina romina been right and that's some deep shit. Like, yeah, it is. I find it interesting, Romina, that the dynamic here in some way, mm. you know, we're having to show is that you help, you're helping these women that are sex workers and stuff without trying to get them to come off of the path that they're on. You accept them for who they are. You understand it. You get it. And you're trying to implement and teach them some healthy skills for themselves. Yeah. 
What do you hope for with these women that you work with? Do you is there a hope? Is there an agenda somewhere? You know, I'm trying to rebuild the wreckage of my past, right? Mm-hmm. By being of service to these girls and just teaching them all this shit that I wish somebody would have taught me. I'm like the fucking hoe whisperer. That's what my son calls me, the hoe whisperer. Uh, <laughs> but for real, um, I just, I teach him, go to school, keep the balance, you know, practice some coping skills, learn to take a break. I just hope that they reach their potential and they don't go through all the shit that I had to go through. I've been through some shit, right? We don't even need to say. I've just been through some stuff. And um, if I can help them just a little bit, find the balance, right? Or, or Just make a difference. Just make a fucking difference. There's nobody, you know. Do you know what I'm hearing? Hmm. I'm hearing this. And I hear it time and time and time again. And it's even more true here. Hmm. And that is. It comes down to who loved you as a child. Mm. That's what it all comes down to, man. And Romina right now, for her own healing, is setting herself in a position to be possibly, not, not perfectly yet, but the mother that or the yes. parent that these women didn't have. And still don't have. And still don't have. Get on that mic, Ale. So let let me, yeah. So, so now turning to you, um, from your perspective, yeah, go ahead, go pee. You can go pee. I go pee every five seconds. Yeah, don't, don't, just don't bring, don't put anything in my pocket when you get back from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't don't go that way. I might crawl on the floor like a little pussycat, but I ain't gonna have no poopy treat in my pocket. Now, look. He's already got poopy treats. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need any more. Now, Ale. So now, to you, is it something that you even want to have a healthy, supportive, trusting, loving relationship with a man or a woman? I, don't, I haven't even asked you which way you go or yeah. anything, but I'm just assuming guy. But if it's not, that's cool too. But do you want a real relationship, yes or no? Right now, no. Mm-mm. When do you want one? I can't say. I just know that right now, it's not. I feel like it used to be kind of a priority. And growing up, thinking like that's what my future was going to be yeah. was I want to be married by this age and have children. And you know, it's it's just not a priority for me to have a partner. If I could have one, I feel like a business partner would be best. And let me ask you a question: Why is that? What? Why in? I'm talking about a healthy, supportive relationship. I'm not talking about romantic. Right. I mean, when people so you're say, talking about like a partner, right? I'm talking about a lover, somebody a lover. who's okay. helping you to move up, somebody who's saying, you know what, you can trust I me, have, LA. I have that in my relationships now with men, with men, um, but multiple men. It's not just one person mm-hmm. that I have. I do have men that invest in me, that care about me, that support me, that listen to me, and I provide you know the same thing back but i'm not a, i'm not by nature i feel like i'm not a monogamous person so i don't fit that have you ever cheated in a relationship no, i haven't 
Okay, so then why do you feel you're not a monogamous person? Because the only reason why I didn't cheat was because I wasn't, I didn't know how to express my boundaries and what I wanted. It was more about what I thought it was supposed to be. So I like abided by the rules. And, you know, this is what my partner said. I believed it wasn't right. You know, it's so ingra- it was so ingrained in me being Catholic, growing up Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know you can't do that. It's immoral, or you know you you know you're gonna you're a bad woman if you do, or all of those thoughts and things. There was a lot of guilt and shame for what I wanted, which was poly, like to live a poly life. So I never knew what it was. I just thought I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm just I'm not gonna do that until I found myself more and I I realized what I wanted, and it's not. Does anybody? Act, yeah. Do you know what I'm hearing when you say that? Do you know what I'm sensing when I hear you say that to me? I don't. Tell me. I'm sensing that there's a part of you that doesn't want to be truly known by anybody else. Of course. Why is that an of course? Some people don't think of course. You because say of course, but that's, that's... I have to protect myself from everything that I've been through. Like she was saying earlier, yeah. survival mode is very real. So I'm currently going through exiting or transitioning out of survival mode and going into thriving and really living and walking in my purpose. But currently I am able to see that I am still, you know, I'm currently in therapy. I'm still learning new things. I have PTSD and new things are coming up. So I am still in that survival mode where I want to protect what I do have and not perpetuate more trauma because right now I am still too scared to open up to, to a guy in that sense, because every time I've done it, I've literally been raped and beat up and have it, had it used against me. That's so fucked up. So I don't, I, you know, it's not so much like, Oh, you know, like I, it's more like I, I'm protecting myself. And so, I don't feel sorry for myself for it. I, I'm no one's very aware. That. No one's I'm just saying making that. that clear because a lot of people are like, no oh, you know, that. pobrecita. No, no, <laughs> no like, one, that's bullshit. No yeah. one's saying that. You're mm-hmm. making a conscious choice. Right. But here's the thing. So, but I want you to also think about how you frame things because you framed it like, I want to be poly and I'm resisting this and that and the other thing. But really what I'm hearing is, of course, right now I'm keeping myself protected I'm not getting too deep in any of these whatever they are. So I'm having a good time enjoying myself. I'll keep myself protected until I feel I'm in a place where I might be able to open up to someone. Right, where I can be raw and open. Right. Right. I'm so not that, there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, Romina? What are you right? saying? This is not a criticism. This is not. This I'm like, is, leave the baby. Hey, listen. I want to straighten the baby listen, hey, listen, let me tell you something. And that's a good role to be, right? But I'm the dad. Okay? Dad's got to push a little bit. I know. And I'm the mom protecting my baby, okay? You know, like you were saying, it's nice to have because I don't have a connection like that with my mother. Right. So having someone looking out for my protection more so than, I, you know, because you know, I'm so used to always looking out for myself. Right. I'm hypervigilant. Sure. All the time. Right. Everyone's a threat all the time. Right. So to have somebody, you know, be able to calm me down and say, it's okay, you're safe. You know, I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to make sure that you're okay. That's really nice because I didn't experience that. I still, I, you know, it's foreign to me. Like, she was being all nice to me. And I was like, okay, mom. Like, But you know what? Foreign. I hear that a lot from guys that we talk to all the time where it's like somebody's cool to them, nice to them. And they're like, all right, what the fuck do you want? Sure, you right? hear that. I, I got a, I got a question. I want to know what you're. I want to know. I want to know. 
I don't know if I'm going to get an answer that's going to be. I don't know what kind of answer I'm going to get from you guys. Evan? I've got. Here's my. Here's my thing. I mean, I dated um, a lot of different women in my life. Okay. Um, Siamese twins. Some kind of worked in all sorts of different avenues, and you I'm talking more, about yeah. all of them. Okay. I believe it. And um, and so so as I got okay, so here's my question. If if you should take that road and start making money for sex, right? is is there ever? I know that it's said a means to an end. I don't believe that. I don't believe that it ever ends. I don't believe that that transition will ever really really happen. Because once you start making money like that, or as you work down that road, you've kind of. I feel like you've kind of okay. This has been my experience over, say, 35 years. And those types of women that were working that type of life, when they were presented with working a different type of life, or they came to themselves and decided they wanted this other lifestyle and didn't want to do that, they were good for a little while. But as soon as they started hitting the roads of life, that's just not easy. Their their default was to go right back. And then move a little bit and go right back and go right back. And I've just seen it. I've, I've not not seen that happen. I'm, I, you're the first person that I've met that so says we, you're not stripping. You're doing this and you're sticking with it. You're the first person I've what's met my the, whole the life. The question is, is, can you get out of that life? Uh, yeah. Can you really get out of it once you've started? Can I tell? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Can yeah. I- both of you get Go, a come on. I don't well, want to hear from both of you. That's why I started Queens of the Underworld, because I tried working for other people. I'm like, fuck this shit, right? I can just go rob somebody. I can go on the stage. I can go get a sugar daddy. And right. it took so much hardship. I think when my husband was robbing me and, and doing all that shit to me, I started caring less and less about material things because my sanity was so compromised. And now... I mean, I used to be that bitch that would collect all the Louis Vuittons and the blue boxes. Now I'm a minimalist. Mm. Life has changed in such a beautiful fucking way for me that um, I don't require as much outside shit because it doesn't mean anything. Hold on. So how, so many, wait, how, wait, many, how many other women do you know like that? Wait, wait, wait. Before she answers that question, mm-hmm. let's get clear on what her answer is. Steve, you said, can you get out of the life? She said, yes, you can, but you can't, You got to give up your love for material bullshit. No, no, no. That's just my mm, story. That's her experience. That's my experience. So you can do no. it and still love material bullshit? Can of course. Fucking let me talk to Please, you? do it. Thank you. For me, Go ahead. my whole MO, because I was a poor little immigrant girl with a mom the clean house, is I'm like, fuck this life living in Panorama City. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to fucking get some money. Yeah. So that was my whole MO. I did not want to be that broke-ass little bitch that wore fucking tags that you sew on clothes and shit, you know? So I made money. I I, I didn't give a fuck about myself after I, I survived major emotional losses. Yeah. And everything got taken away from me. Like when you're in jail and you have a sharp new fucking pencil. Right? And you don't you don't lose that motherfucker, right? <laughs> right? It just it came down to that, like appreciating 
the little shit that matters. It's a trip. So I got, I tried. I tried so hard to work for other people, but I couldn't be like, fuck you, bitch. You can't tell me. I'm going to go to the club and make a thousand. Right. And that, and so that's why I started. I, I knew I was always a hustler. Thank God. So that's why I started my skincare business. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm fucking 42. I got to do something different. Let me go to school so I can stay pretty when when I'm older. Let me go fuck with skin. And I made money doing that. And then I realized, okay, that doesn't spiritually satisfy me. What the fuck? And that's I discovered Queens of the Underworld. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting all these job offers, like I said, at East L.A. Women's Center. Um, I got hired for the sex trafficking department. And there, I was going to have the job. I went through this three-month training, but they didn't tell me that I have to work with cops. I'm not working with no fucking cops. And I have a, I'm a phobia, right? I have a real allergy, fucking allergic reaction to cops. And I had to work with, like, raped little kids. You want me to work with kids? Raped kids and fucking cops? I'm not taking this fucking job. So thank God... I have Queens of the Underworld. I do my little sessions. I sell my shirts. You know, I, I don't need as much. I want to just get my nails and my toes done. Wait, so, so you know? okay. I don't need that much to get by anymore. Romina, that was a big Sorry. discussion. Steve, what did you actually hear the answer then? Because I thought what she was saying is, I don't need material shit. I don't. And it doesn't mean shit to me anymore. I mean, uh, look at Emma. And what I'm saying to you, and I want you to be honest right I now. Will. And what I'm saying to you, does that sound outlandish? That most women don't. That most that in in my experience, you're the the only woman that I met. You've never listened. You never heard of Lydia Dupra. It's the The whole mentor. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, but she was always rich. It's different. It's true. She didn't come from. Wait, but what are you trying to say, Alan? But the the thing is, why it's so important to have women like her is because you are right. Most women don't ever make it. We either you know die or you know you see those you know, older strippers that never make it out the club. And it's like, when you go in, it's like, I never want to be that, you know, I'm going to, it's kind of like, it's like any other thing. That's not going to be me, you know? So, but how, and the thing is, you know, right. when you are a dancer or you are a hoe, no one teaches you, you know, financial responsibility, how to even do your taxes or anything. There's, there, you know, there's no school to be a hoe. There's schooling to be any other, any other profession, right? And I don't know. So Sometimes don't, I think there are some schools for hoes. So but we don't. Oh, well. So my, what I'm saying is. It's important to have these role models to show us that they're like she's talking about balance. Mm-hmm. For example, for me, like going to school, you know, and not just relying on, you know, my sex work to make it. So, but nobody really, there isn't, there really wasn't that support back then. And now with pages like her and connecting with other people, I'm able to learn about how to save money, how to budget. You know, I, you know, when you're dancing, you're, it's not stable. Right. One night you can make eighty dollars, and the next, you know, a, a thousand. So how do you manage that? How do you, you like know, like a salesperson? Yeah. Some some weeks you got to high, some just right. no. So you got to know what you're making over a long period of time right. and know how to spend properly yeah. and save properly. But with being exploited, it's a little different because it's more emotionally exhausting, you know, and physically. Exhausting. Well, 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 and yeah, that's like true. Pieces but of your soul literally get yeah. taken. I feel like so that's why the balance, encouraging the balance, yeah, is so and important. coping skills, right, so that you don't just keep perpetuating 
feeling that trauma of living in that constant fuck it mode of like, fuck it, I'm just going to go do this or fuck it, I'm going to make it back the next night. It's how am I going to plan for my future and set myself up to be successful? And like for me, it's to be to be able to help others as well. You know what's crazy? What I'm hearing you say, Ale, is that part of what it is, Steve, is learning how to have self-esteem while going through this brutal process yeah or find some self-esteem or heal or listen i was saying i was stating what my experience has been what i've observed to be true but okay? steve and don't wait, you wait, wait wait what i've observed to be true in 32 years and i'm also saying i you're the first person that i've met that I, I believe you when you tell me you're not stripping right now. I that you're really doing it. I can't this. look at me. Uh, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it come does. on. No, no, there's Jumbo's yeah, Clown there's, Room. There's You'd be a hit at Jumbo's yeah, Clown Room. <laughs> she just gave me the finger. She just gave me the finger. So what I'm saying is you're the first person. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this, what you're talking, because what you're talking about, you're offering to these women, makes sense. The only sense I could ever imagine in the solution to what we're talking about right now. In that, you know, a woman being able to get, it would take the things that you claim you're helping these women gain. Because it's those things that the women that I've watched don't have. That's why they always go back, you but know? Do you know? But That's dude, why, dude, dude, yeah. isn't this, listen, don't you see, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this, but don't you see uh-huh. a correlation between what they're talking about and being in a na- the neighborhood and trying to get out of the life of crime? Yeah, listen. Because there's yes, a lot of people who say, yes, like, I'm not is, going but, but, back but, but, to but that, let me, and let they me, do. Let me, let, let, guys, sometimes my partner's a little but bit immature on some things, even though he's right? a lawyer. Yes, but partner, there's Go a ahead. difference between the intimacy going on in doing the stuff they do yeah. and in a homie selling some dope and can't get out of the dope game. It's different, bro. You it's different. No, no, wait, 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 wait. You know what? It's way different, honey. I'm not saying it's the same. Listen, I said corollary. Okay. Okay. I said that it is similar. It's not exactly the same. But my question is, Steve, while, yeah, selling dope is it, but isn't being in the neighborhood also about having a family? I mean, isn't it about this loyalty shit that, like, on some level, it's real close and you've got a personal relationship and you can get pulled into some things that you don't want to get into. But because you have this close, intimate relationship with a guy, not in that way, but in another way, that it, it's hard to say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to separate myself. Very, very little do I. I wouldn't even have connected the two unless I sit here and talk to you about it. But no, I don't. I'm like, I'm thinking of two different things. That's I don't see it. To me, I, I, okay. Some people join gangs, right? To have that sense of family. Right. That, and they talk about that. that their was dad wasn't why. there. Their dad right. wasn't there. No, I mean, Holes for me, that wasn't why I, there was nobody who invited yeah, me Yeah, but look it. at, look at what, look at, but. Are you talking about the dynamic now? Yes. Okay. So you're saying that, that because there's support, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to say Go this ahead. exactly, but it Go seems ahead. like what you're saying is because there's that that amount of support and kind of like enabling it sounds like you're saying no this is what i'm saying and keeping people doing no this is what what i'm saying saying? this is what i'm saying i'm saying when it's hard for a person a sex worker to get out because they can say fuck it i'm gonna go rob somebody i'm gonna do whatever i've heard guys on this show say it's hard for me to work at another place when they've been in a neighborhood because they could just as easily go rob somebody and make that money so steve 
like he's got a different relationship to the whole thing. I'm an outsider, so I don't really know. Let me just put that out there. I have an experience that I haven't been in it, so I'm not trying to cast it that way. But I am hearing similarities about people who are in situations. They got there because parents weren't there. Yes. Okay. okay, they got there because parents weren't there. When they're in the situation, they find ways of coping. They find ways of coming up. They find ways of surviving in the streets. And then on some level, and you know, listen, I'm even going to put it towards being an attorney, okay? Because there's, one of the things that really bothers me when we talk about sex workers and shit like that is that people seem to want to make sex working a special case. They want to make it seem like, well, they're the only people that sell their body. But I look at athletes, I look at lawyers, I look at all these people, and let me tell you something, there's a lot of damaged lawyers who are alcoholics, who are away from their family working 18 hours, and they, they, they're in a firm, and the money's too good for them to quit. I don't feel sorry for them. I'm not asking you to feel... <laughs> Romina, look at me. Okay. I'm not asking you to feel sorry for them. Do, I, do you want people to feel sorry for sex workers? Do you want people to look at LA and be like, she's a victim? No. Okay, so hold on. So just listen. Okay. So listen, there's a ton of people that are selling their bodies at Amazon. It's different. Why? It's different. Why? Don't, why? Yes. Because when you, hold on, let me take a. Do it. You better get that spray before you pop a bit. Pop off on a bit. Go ahead. Because when you are fucking people that you do not want to fuck, that you would never fuck in your normal motherfucking life unless you needed that fucking money, it's a different story. But why? Why is it? You're making a compelling point. Right. Okay. Even just the basis, you're exchanging energy with somebody so every time every time you're you're exchanging energy with somebody and that can be very heavy yeah, especially so, if you've been molested. And, 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 and yeah, and when you're and when they do things to you, like I've always, when me and my whole friends talk about this all the time, we're like, they take a piece of your fucking soul. Like you, it's a piece that you don't. I don't know how else to explain it, but you don't get it back. Like when somebody just grabs me and does something to me, it's not. It's not like oh okay whatever. I literally have to, mm-hmm. you know, do all the techniques to ground yourself ground myself and come back to myself and be kind to myself through the process of somebody doing something that's absolutely not okay granted i am putting myself in that position but because of that i'm taking responsibility for what i'm feeling and instead of going out and doing some more fuck shit and making other people feel like shit and perpetuating the trauma i'm Mm. taking responsibility coping with it because this is my life my choice right this is what i want to do i love being a sex worker does it take away from me yeah, it does, but I have to learn how to cope with it, right. and and I'm not, I'm not. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because why are you not because I because I listen. I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, <laughs> but what I'm saying is is that what I don't understand is you're basically said. This is what you said to me, right? Or what it seems like to you that I said. Well, you can you okay. can tell me if it's yes or no. Okay. Every time I fuck somebody that I would never fuck or they do something to me or grab me in a certain way, it takes a piece of me. It takes a piece of my soul. Right. Did you say that? I did. Okay. How much is a soul worth? Like what's the value? It's priceless, right? Right. Okay. Then you say, 
So I do a lot of work to heal that, right? And then you say, granted, I put myself there. And I'm not bringing this up to say there's anything wrong with what you're doing. In fact, I'm going the opposite direction for you ladies. I'm actually saying that, that while it may be a specialized kind of work that you do, and I'm not asking you guys to feel sorry for them, but I am saying that there's a lot more professions where souls are being shattered. Yes, they're not having body contact. Yes, they're not exchanging fluids. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of people out there that are selling their souls, okay. right, for their job. Right. Right? And okay. some of them aren't even doing anything to fix that. Right. Some of them are going to some very... Some people order the death of other people for a paycheck. Right. Now, you might not put that at the same level of where you're at. Some people are district attorneys who put away people's freedoms day in, day out, without even thinking about it, right? And they don't think their soul is getting fucked up, but they're drunk every day. Or they're horrible people, right. or they're, they're asking women to do stuff. So you're looking at the similarities. That's what yes. I'm looking at. I don't okay. see any. That's what I'm... But, but Romina's yeah. still saying... And, she, I, and I, I can I see from Steve, not, he doesn't... I don't doesn't. either, yeah. It's I, don't, not, I don't see it the same way either. I'm able yeah, to see from your perspective. I don't. I don't necessarily agree, but I I can see where you're coming from. Right. I can see what you're because, saying. Because listen, but I, I it don't think you guys. To me, you can't. To me, there's no there's no comparing two things like that. Yeah, you can find similarities, but you you. The reason why I bring this up is can't. because in ancient world, okay, let's talk about the ancient world, okay. In Assyria, Mesopotamia, we're talking like three thousand years ago, four thousand years ago. Okay. <clears throat> There's this epic called the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is the oldest story in the world, on the Western world. Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh the Epic of Gilgamesh, uh, the Neo-Assyrians. Okay? And by the time it was actually written down, it was already old. And it was about this king. And he was the greatest king of, of all time, except he, had a, he, was, he was in egotistical. So the gods right, made him an equal called Enkidu. And Inkadu was kind of like a Tarzan guy. He was wild. He lived away from the city and whatever. But they needed to civilize this wild, perfect man. And what they did was they got the temple, the religion, the high priestess, prostitute. And they had the temple priestess prostitute come down and sleep with Inkadu, seduce him. And when they, she seduced the Tarzan man... He stopped being able to talk to animals, and he became civilized. He became more human. Now, what I'm trying to explain to you guys right here is that in the ancient world, prostitution, or whatever you want to call it, what should I call it? Hoeing. Hoeing is better than prostitution. Hoeing was a religious experience. There were temple hoes. They were doing... (laughs) Temple hoes. There were. They were doing God's work, and right. it's and it's and it's great. So the reason well, why I'm saying this energy exchange, like I was telling you, right? So my point. So, but my point is in saying that is that maybe the conceptions that we have about what being a hoe is and 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 whatever somehow it got decoupled from religion. Yeah. Somehow through empire, it was split off from what it really was. And in, the reason why I want to say that is because th- knowing that about antiquity and knowing about how hoeing actually may have originated, hoeing may not have been this leftover industry for people who were traumatized. It's definitely not leftover. 
No, no, no. But you know what I'm saying? See, that that hoeing may have started out as a holy aspect. The history of hoedom. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. And so that's why when I start thinking like, wait a minute, let's look at it in relation to other jobs and other industries, I'm thinking we shouldn't be so quick to pretend like hoeing is something different. Well. That's my feeling. I, I respect what you're saying. Yeah. I want you to hire Ho and ta- hire a Ho and ask her these questions. Get some lived experience. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to you guys. Well, and a lot of what you've described. I agree with him. You don't have to. It's, it's a show. It's not about agreement. No, that's good. It's about a debate. Yeah. The look, queens of the underworld. It, it's not all hoeing is sad. Fucking right. bitches on welfare right, that right, had right, fucked right. up parents. You right. got these like. Oh no, I got. I know a bunch of hoes that are having a blast right, right now. Right. right, and I it's used to good. have a blast. So there's girls out there that are high class escorts that get red bottoms and all that shit, and they're having the best time. That's I know a couple great. Of those, yeah, I know a couple of those. Too. Right, but what I deal with, what I want, are the ones that aren't doing it and having the best time. The ones with anxiety, the ones that are sure. suicidal, beating themselves up. The ones, yeah. the marginalized. I work with the marginalized the girls on, that are walking the whole stroll. Those are the girls that come to me, and and it can be a beautiful thing from these gods and all that shit. No, the, the, I'm not saying it for them. I'm saying walking the whole stroll is dangerous. Right, but I understand that. those are the girls that I mess with. Those are right. the girls that come to me, the girls right. that are right. surviving. So there are different parts, and there's girls that are, you know, like, you know, the, oh, tricks are people, those gavachas. Hello, wow. Right? You know, there's like the hierarchy of hoes, right? You know, the, the hoes. It's fucking ridiculous. The hierarchy of Right. Yeah. It so is. then that's what it I'm is. saying. And, and so when bringing out this, this is what I'm talking about. So we're the underworld. <laughs> right. But my point is, is the, in terms of trying to get the self-esteem that's going to be required to make the choices that you do want to make, whatever they are. The self-esteem to work on the things that you said you want to work on. It might possibly be being able to embrace the hypocrisy of this society and understanding that while not to minimize the danger and the things that are faced. Absolutely not. Not any more than I would minimize what someone that goes to war has to deal with. Right? But also... someone that goes to war is like... They get like recognition, whereas a hoe gets pushed aside, and we don't right. get compassion. Absolutely, like my PTSD, they I what I've noticed is treated way differently as a sex worker than an, a soldier. Even though a soldier knew what he was signing up for, right? You know what you're signing up for. You know that you're going into this yeah, dangerous, absolutely fields, right? It's the same for us, but. I, from at least from my experience, I don't get the same respect or compassion Absolutely. that somebody who fought for this country mm-hmm. gets. And but, I would even you know, say, I'm I would here no, keeping, no. I'm here keeping marriages together, as weird as that sounds. No, 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 no. And soldiers, 100%. and from time to time, a lot of hoes, especially the ones in the underworld, are the ones that are actually pleasuring the soldiers that are defending this country when they're overseas or doing anything. And this is right. what I mean to say by embracing the hypocrisy of what, how work has been organized in this country. Work has been slotted. And just as you said, LA, your type of work, for whatever reason now, is getting the shaft. You're not treated. You're not recognized. You're not whatever. But in order to have the confidence to say, you know what? Like, this really isn't. It's not to minimize what you guys are doing, but it's to elevate it to the point. And not pretend. 
that you want to stay there either. But to say like, you know what? In the same way, some soldiers are like, I'm done. I did what the fucking army asked me to do. And you know what? They fucked me over. I'm never going back there. And, and, and I believe that a hoe can make that same, same pronouncement at some point in her life and not say, but also not belittle the contribution that the hoe is actually giving to society in a real way. Look, if I was down and out and I had to, right? Yeah. Of course I would fucking do it. Do I ever want to again in my life? No, I'm going to be a minimalist and just, you know, keep just, you know, build my business. I did it because I didn't have food at home. I did it because I was, you know, A, B, C, and D. I didn't do it because I thought, hey, being a hoe is going to be fun, like a lot of these fucking gavachas yeah. do, you know? They come into yeah. it thinking, like, yeah. sex oh, work mainstream. Is, no, yeah. bitch, I had to eat. I didn't have food. I was a single mom. I was a dope thing, you know? Different story. So, I don't know. Hoe is life. <laughs> All these hoe is life shit, you know? I, hey, this is many of those. But I, think it's, I, hear, I think I hear, if not more, fucked up stories about those hoes that are flying around with the red bottoms on. Yeah. I mean, I hear like... Fuck those like, stories, how? What do you mean? Because... Like, everybody right. thinks like that. That's some like... There's some higher level to this shit. Like, oh, they're really taken down because they're rolling around in right. the G5 jets with Elon Musk and getting, you know, $5,000 a day. Like, I hear more fucked up stories about those girls than the girls that are on back page. And you know what? I wasn't yeah. even going to... I are way... Like, I was, it's, it's deeper because they've convinced themselves it's, that it, they're at some... That they're not... That it's different. Right. You know? and, and and they're even more convincing themselves that they wanted to do it. And yeah. I almost even think like... So you guys are talking about anxiety. Some of those chicks that I know that are like that, they have the worst anxiety I've ever seen and yeah. they are self-medicating yeah. like a motherfucker. Now, that is not to say... And I'm not, that is not to put you guys in competition. No, 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 no. I get it. Everybody, no matter what, if you're in this profession, right, you have been, most likely, you've been exploited, you've been traumatized, right. you have a high A score, right. you've been molested, you've had some fucked up shit happen to right. you in your home, you know, and your sure. foundation is really crooked. Right. No matter from, you know, where I, you I are. I agree, I agree. Right. I think that I agree with that. Where you are in the hierarchy of whores, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You we, know, I, I have, I have, okay, for the sake of money, okay, for the sake of money, there are people that will do different things. Right. Okay? And so I, I, I sometimes am fascinated with um, the sex worker thing. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest, why? If there's somebody that grosses me out, I won't even shake their hand. <laughs> I won't even shake their hand. I won't yeah, even shake their hand. You don't time. have okay. to. I wouldn't. And to have, like for me, intimacy, like somebody's, my saliva touching them or the scent of somebody. Like yeah. somebody has BO, I can't even be around. Like I'm so, so to cross the line and, and actually engage and touch another human being that grosses me out is something I mean, you could honestly set a half million dollars on the table and go tell me how to have sex with that old wrinkled old woman, and I wouldn't do it. I love I'm that not, you said that. I'm not built that way. But mm. I don't look at the sex worker as less than because in times in my life, if you would have said, well, for $10,000, will you put a bullet in that motherfucker's head or at least give him give those to a beating? 
in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. And and that's way worse. We just had different than hustles. sleeping somebody. You that's know what, what I'm saying? Like, and that's you what ain't really hurting somebody. But that so it's not a moral it's not a moral issue because if it was a moral issue, I'm morally way more wrong than you prostitute. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Different but that's why I don't agree when people say like, oh, you know, it's last resort. Wait, can I shut up? Oh, yeah. I just told you what my last resort is. Would you sleep with a old wrinkly lady? And they're like, no, ew. Come on. Hoes. Hoes. (laughs) So, queensoftheunderworld.com. Queensoftheunderworld.com. I really, I appreciate these ladies. I appreciate both of you. Yeah, I I do too. And I want you to come back on. Absolutely. I I just, I love both of your honesty. I love Um, it. Hey, listen, I love having attractive women in the (laughs) podcast, okay? But no, man. And women both that of you have bring survived. a whole new yeah, yeah. Oh, and you both bring a whole new attitude Absolutely. to this whole thing. I've learned a lot here today. I did too. That's yeah. why I hit you guys up because you guys talk about gangster street shit. I'm like, wait, where's the hose at? Gotta talk about yeah, some you gangster are. ass. Yeah, you are. So going off of that, mm. um, why don't you plug your Queens of the Underground stuff right now? Queens of the Underworld. Underworld. Cabadon. Okay. So queensoftheunderworld.com. I'm a mindfulness, trauma-informed mindfulness facilitator, certified, qualified. Got all kinds of trainings that are my belt. Um, I do sessions for adult industry workers of all levels. Um, I have merch. I have sprays. How Queen, do they find it? Uh, you can find me on my Instagram, Queens Got Skills, nice. or my website, queensoftheunderworlds.com. Okay, and nice. LA, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, yes, my Instagram is at your daddy pays me. <laughs> Follow me on my OnlyFans, you guys. Mm-hmm. I post a lot of really fun content. Be on it. Yeah, lots of really yeah, fun I'll content. Be all right now. I'll be all right Steve, now. Steve, Steve, you got anything you want to plug? I just want to get on board, you guys. Get a look at these ladies and get following them. <laughs> hey, listen, um, you guys talked about a podcast. If you're serious, I really would. Okay, we can organize something, figure something out. Because if you guys have more guests that are like you and talk about these issues, these issues that you're talking about. <laughs> We will co-produce that for you and, and, and make it work. Because I, I think that's a hot show. Let's I think that's it. a hot show. Okay. Now, before we get out of here, St. James sent. Yes. <laughs> do you know St. James sent? Yes, she sent, she sent me stuff um, for me and Lepke quite a few times. I'm still trying to get some of Lepke, and I gave him some before. Yeah, she like she hit me up. So who is St. James sent? Yeah, who is that? A, she's a nice lady, man. She's right. a nice woman, and okay. she sent she sends stuff all the time. She Does has she great have, smelling stuff. Right? No, she doesn't have a chocha spray or anything. No, like that. no, 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 no. It's <laughs> different. There were two different people. Okay, but St. James Sense, man, she hooks it up, man. All right, so she sent me uh, the Alpinist, yes. which is a great smell. Hey, you guys smell a lot of men in their bullshit cologne. Smell that. Does that smell good to you? Does it smell like money? I'm old. I gotta look at it. Yeah, like she this. gotta hold it away. <laughs> You don't have your bifocals. Alpinist. It's she all said, right. Yeah, she you said like a that? couple things. I thought it was really good. And then this one's called Big Sur. You you look like you might like Big Sur better. Name that. She likes Big Sur. I do. I, I like yeah. this one. You're right. <laughs> she likes Big Sur. Big Sur. There you go. My husband was a fucking Sureño. <laughs> This is really good. You like smell that, that one? Smell that. Give that to LA. Yeah. I like that St. James Sense. That's the panty dropper. Yeah. That's the panty dropper right Big there. Big Sur? Is that? Oh, yeah. Grande Sur. Got a dropper. I've got, I've, got a, I've got the panty dropper. It's Chonis. undercover shit. And what the nickname, the code name for it. You know what we code name it? You look off So pretty. nobody knows what it is. <laughs> we call it Robert Wagner. 
Nice. Oh, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Isn't that some old That's an old actor. actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. We call it Robert Wagner, but it's the po- panty dropper. The panty dropper. dropper. Yeah, yeah, That big absolutely. suit is the panty dropper. That one is? Yeah. Okay. Right. That's good. Okay. Like, that okay. smells good, though. The, the Big Sur smells good. I love good. the Big Sur. I big shout it. out. St. James Saints. Thank you, St. James Saints, for the Big Sureño. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love it. It's what do you say, Steve, around this time? Hey, listen, ladies, it was fun. From the Mayfair Hotel, we're going to say adios from the Hard Luck Show. We're out of here.